The views expressed on this podcast belong to the Black Cinematic Universe and are not affiliated with or influenced by any other entity. It is intended for all adult audiences. We are just a few brothers trying to offer our unique perspective on topics that we all love. Those topics include movies, shows, and content related to comics, sci-fi, and pop culture, as well as anything else that may come across the radar from time to time. We have a lot to say about the world of entertainment, and we want to make you laugh along the way. Welcome to the Black Cinematic Universe. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome back to the Black Cinematic Universe. You have officially landed on another planet. I am JDIV, and we got the brothers in the building with me. Detective, you ready, man? Let's get it. It's, it's always good luck when I go first, man. It makes me, gets me in rhythm, man. It's like when they call your name right before uh, the basketball game. Number 23. <laughs> no, 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 sir. No, sir. They, they normally call number 23 I was, last, sir. I was about to say, they, they, they saved they the best for last. last. They saved the best for last. Well, then that's Rob, dude. dude right? the, dude that they, the dude that they named first was almost the sixth man. Yeah, he's, he's the rebounder. It's mine being the sixth man. I, I know my role. Said, I know my role. I'm comfortable with myself. Yeah, you, you, you Somebody uh, got to be BJ Armstrong. Keep <laughs> <laughs> uh, three pointer, like a free throw or, here or, and there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Big John, you ready, man? I'm good, man. Number two ain't bad, man. I guess I'm like a small forward or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, small Larry Bird. Larry Bird was a small forward. It depends on what type of small forward LeBron you talk. Yeah, so was Dennis Rodman. That's a good point. right. Rodman mm. played the power, sir. Oh, he's power. Speaking of Dennis Rodman, yeah. <laughs> Rob, you ready? I, I ain't no Dennis the, Rodman, but yes, you, oh, are. you are definitely the Dennis, Dennis Rodman of this group. Thank no, you. no, this podcast <laughs> right here is about. Peace and love. And you can't have love without making it. So to start the love making like a cherry on top, here comes Dane on top of all of us making love. <laughs> well, Dane, welcome right, back. Right, right. <laughs> Come on, make love, Dane. Come on, make the love. On, Dane, make the love, man. Make the love, Dane. <laughs> he refuses to talk. The cake is here. <laughs> Make the love. You're the cherry. But you got those listening. Dane is back, but I don't know if he wanted to be back in this way. <laughs> and it's funny because we were just getting into introductions and they just gave him to Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> we did treatment. We did. Right. I, I'm waiting for the music to get done playing. <laughs> no, no, it's the cherry. Uh, cherry, baby. The, the Julian's supposed to give me the, the formal introduction. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Back back in black it than ever. Let's get it. That's true. Yeah. He's been outside a while. That nigga dark. Yeah. <laughs> Almost as money. dark as you name. Hey, you can't get as dark as me, nigga. I'm purple. All right. <laughs> so, so what up? What up? What's up in the news? What's, What's up? Good? What's up? Where are you? Hey man. The cat, the tail. Me. That's the tail. <laughs> what? Yes. The you tail is in between tail. your legs. What, what you talking about? You hold up the tail. Let's go. No, I hold my yeah. own tail. See, whatever. this is hold whatever I didn't you want to be a part of up. the love conversation. This yeah. right here. <laughs> so we're gonna start calling Dane the Cherry. Yeah, <laughs> Dane the Cherry. <laughs> that is your name. You've been well, dubbed. James, hit him with the news, man. 
Hey, well, th- this is probably a good topic, man. I'm, I'm happy that Dane is back for this. Have y'all had a chance to watch Invincible, um, the cartoon Ooh, series uh, based good. on Kirkman's comics? Um, if y'all have seen it, what do y'all think? And I, I know Dane is ready to go because uh, he's one of the, the people that mentioned he read the comics. So what y'all think about believe, it so far? Believe me, believe me when I tell you, not when somebody prove it to you. I've, I've been telling y'all for a while that Invincible <laughs> is like that. Now, now you have your proof and now you want to rant and rave about it. The, 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 the book is the, the show. They changed some things, but yeah. it's right. It's staying right in line, staying true with the storyline of the book. Yeah. All of the major stuff that's happened is the same from the book. They just they 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 rearranged some of the things just for it to make a little better sense as far yeah. as the TV show. And they sped it up. They did. Yeah. a they, they covered a lot of space in the first season, but I'm completely <laughs> I'm completely happy with what they did. I, I know, I, man. I, can't I was wait like, man, it. I spent all this time reading these comic books and they, <laughs> right. they went through <laughs> like <laughs> months and years worth of read that I spent right. time on, man. And, and, and jokers like Jonathan just get to watch this and, and see it in 10 minutes. <laughs> like, right. Man, that was months Honestly, of reading. The, his, the, his suit is just the worst. It's hard to get past his suit, man. It's so horrible. It's like Hawkeye. well, you got you gotta you gotta think of it. This is a world where they dress up as superheroes. If you look at everybody, um, robot is in burnt orange. Uh, um, the girl uh, Adam, Adam Eve, Eve is in yeah. two colors of pink. His father wears red and white, a bright red and white suit with a big red cape. I mean, everybody in there dresses like superheroes. So he's gonna have a superhero costume, which is why they have the guy that makes. The, the superhero costumes for them. It's it's sort of like oh. that dude that makes the costumes is sort of like Edna in Invincible. She makes costumes for superheroes. Yeah. Hey, Shout so to Edna classes. I had a question. In the um comics, <clears throat> the original team that um is taken care of it, early. It is a, it is it is absolutely supposed to mimic JLA. That's exactly okay. what they did on purpose. Uh, right, but they they were around a lot longer, I'm assuming, in the actual yes. comics. Like the yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there, there, there's two things that, that got sped up that I feel like do the fan that is not familiar with the comic a disservice. Mm-hmm. Um, that what you just mentioned, because mm-hmm. you get a little more attached to that team. Yep. Yeah. You know, it, you 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 get it if you look at it and you know really think about all of the powers of the people. You be like, oh, they they mimic the JLA, so this was supposed to be the premier team, and they they emphasize how this was the top team in the world. Um, so you get it, but they endeared you to a few of the characters a little more before they they did what they did. And you then, Dang, when you talk about writing, well, when I talk about writing all the time, I thought actually that I could, I got that, I got that from that first and only episode. Right. Like I could tell from watching it that it made me feel like the town, the community, you know, the, the world was endeared to that right. first yeah. group, and I felt that without only without with. Without one, but one introduction, you know what yes. I mean. Like it really yeah. was obvious at that time. But then the, the way they honored them going forward in the series, it yeah. never moved away from that. Like it yep. really mm-hmm. kept going back to that original team and saying, you know, they were everything, you know. And so they were that Justice League, and it mm-hmm. felt that way in spite of me really being able to get to know the seeing the character development. And maybe right. in, a, yeah. in the future episodes, they'll go back and kind of show that as well. Right. I was, don't thing. don't don't wait for that. But like one of the hold key on, elements too I, when, you, say, when you oh go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say I just in general the way they did that first season, like mm-hmm. first of all, Marvel should take notes if they're only doing if they're doing six six episode seasons because the way 
if y'all are talking about how much they cut out yeah and the fact that it doesn't necessarily feel like they cut that much out like to the person that never read the comic book it's all just it, it, it when you start watching it, it, it you're went like, together oh okay yeah. it went together so well they wrote it so, so well they put it together so, really well so let me speak to the second thing that i feel like does a disservice to people who did not read the comic and to my first point john said it didn't really do him a disservice and it doesn't really do a disservice for the second point that much either because they're fast paced and it would just slow it down but, but um invincible's time working with invincible and adam eve's time working with the team that replaced the jle jla mimicking team they actually worked with them a lot longer than what you saw in the yeah. first season ah, okay and they built they built stronger bonds so my fear is later on when something happens and things happen and you're like why does invincible care about these people like that well it's because he spent months and you know, you know what might have been even good, longer than that working with them but they did a good job of portraying that they like they did a good job of portraying the fact that these people had a relationship that you didn't see before we got here like they did it yeah. i don't know what they did that was well different, that that team they, that team as a whole did but invincible wasn't a part of that team because remember he just discovered his powers yeah but i'm and just saying in like, the first he, season they only show him fight off that invasion that kept coming back yeah, but, but it's still like they they even even with the fact that he knew them like it's it's like you know the people that grow up with your dad. Like if you know your dad and your dad is close to a bunch of people, you know them people. Like but you don't you know have that mean? intimacy. You're not intimate with your, your but father. But you know him, like you still care. Like my I, my dad's best friends, if something was to happen to one of my dad, like if my dad's best friends were superheroes and something was to happen to them, I would feel some type of way. Uh, you might be confusing the team I'm talking about. I'm talking about the team with robot and and the uh, duplicate Adam and, and Adam Eve and all duplicate. of them. I'm not talking about the JLA. <laughs> oh, you're talking about their correct name, the Guardians of the Globe. So that we yeah, the, gar the Guardians <laughs> yeah. of the Globe. That yeah. that team has a bond with Invincible that wasn't uh, really conveyed because of yeah. how fast it went by. But that's uh -huh. what I'm never mind. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Corrected. What everybody's saying, man, I just think it's just a key element. We talked about it with Falcon and Winter Soldier, and even some of these other movies. When you translate like a product, something like Invincible, uh, it, it really is key. Like we focus on like the writers that wrote the original um, material, but those screenwriters are key to transition material over and yeah. still make it connect and still make it work. Like Jonathan said, it didn't have every single detail that you might have, especially if it's a, a book or a novel, but it conveyed those emotions that you needed to go forward. And with shows like Winter Soldier, and even sometimes like with my boy, Stephen King, like when you take out some of the elements, man, it like doesn't translate to the screen. So they did a real good job with conveying that. You know, uh, I, but I, I watch I, it, man. I'm sorry. This has a real big Dragon Ball Z feel to it. You keep Huge. saying that. You, I don't, I, saying somebody that. feel that, but you don't feel it. Just the animation, music. like it's kind of got a, a Japanese animation feel a little bit, but a lot of animation these days does take influence from anime. It's like you can't not necessarily have been influenced by some of the things that they've done, like visually. But yeah. I didn't right. see it story or anywhere. DLA else. versus Fist of the North Star versus Dragon Ball Z. It's all in in, in, in competition to one. I think no, stop, man. It's I think you're just going to be a hater like you. we, we realized yeah. you were going to do last week because it ain't WB. <laughs> it ain't come out to WB wheelhouse. And WB need to be ready, and so does Marvel, because they really need to take some points from a few comics that's done a really good job transitioning yeah. to the screen 
One's uh, Sin City was excellent. They took that right out the graphic novel. The Watchmen series was excellent. The Boys was excellent. And go ahead and add Invincible to this list, man. That that gold star for me, man. This was really, really, really what? good. The <laughs> really? Let me tell you. Well, let me tell you. What? And what's interesting Rare about sighting. those two was it like they are true already comics, right? Like really right. true graphic, yeah. mature comics. Yeah. But it's not forced. And I think that's what I was trying to explain to you all, which is like, all right, I know my son don't need to be watching this. Like, you got to go, dude. You can't watch this. It's too much. And I could find that lane. But when you're trying to toe the line with some of these comics, what they're doing now, try to make it a little raunchy, but it's really corny and goofy. It just doesn't work. Like, stay in your lane, Marvel. Yeah. You want to be PG? Be PG. You can't do what they're doing right here. And I'm going to tell you, this, this comic, it was really good, man, especially for it to be a cartoon. I yeah. was really, really, really impressed with what they did. Yeah. DC yeah. need to need to work on need to get to work get get to work because what I've seen from them from their comic movies more recently, not touching this right here. Shaft, this, watch this, your mouth. This is it. Watch I'm your mouth. Hey, just like that, well, you uh, well, along those same lines, one of the things that had me really excited um, because the the author of this, just like Kirkman, is one of my favorite authors, uh, Mark Miller who's responsible for Old Man Logan, um, The Invincibles, Superman, Red Sun. So I'm not Invincibles, I'm the Ultimates. Um, uh, Superman, Red Sun, which is some of my favorite comic books. Um, Netflix had a deal with him to sign up some of the Miller World um, comic books that he's written. And one of the first series from that is Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, So again, we've got one of the influential comic book writers that kind of do some of these you know, uh, uh, characters that are specific to his universe that aren't Marvel or DC. Did any of y'all have a chance to catch Jupiter's Legacy, or is Boy, it something that you wait, guys stop, are Rob, did, you, did you hear stop that chef? Did you? Yeah, 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 yeah it was awesome. Shout out to That was a lot. You need to take note, Lob. You need to get your game. Hey, man, you better shift that meat. What the hell wrong with you? That might have been the best meat shifting of all. Did I just did I just hear the meat shift champion? Hear that meat shift. Yeah. <laughs> now I know. See, now I know how law feels, man. I'm I'm against the meat shift hold that. You know I, what? I'm not even addressing I, it. Law. Nope. I, I, I have. I have. I have yet. That that is actually the first time I've ever said it, James. And I I apologize. Yeah. I won't let it happen. Don't again. and it don't don't encourage these fools, man. I pity fool. Law so let's go to Jupiter's cabin. Off. <laughs> Bro, but that was the cleanest meat shift ever, dog. It was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> but, but back to topic, to answer yeah. your question, James, just as I was naming all these great mature <laughs> comics to screen. <laughs> God, so Netflix, you did it again. You know what? I don't know what it is. Listen, if you want to win, keep your property off of Netflix. Netflix is through. Netflix is only good for putting out content, and it's not good. I can't find anything good on Netflix anymore. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We just like Umbrella, Umbrella Academy. We just like Umbrella Academy. That was the last comic book joint before this one. It was good. Okay. And, and, and it was, and you know what, Dane? And that might have been the last good thing they put on there. And it Thank was you. certainly a whole <laughs> lot better. I hate the sound. I hate to, I hate to be agreeing with John as much, but yes, thank you. Recency bias, because how, how long ago was Umbrella Academy? I mean, I guess in the game of streaming, you you only good as your last hit. You know what? I know why James likes this because it Uh looks like something that should be on CW. It looks like the mature CW. So, so you're saying it's hold on, though, right? No, it's on CW. Hold on, hold on, John. So this joint, this joint don't look like. I mean, I guess this movie is a decade old at this point, but this joint don't look like Watchmen to you. 
it looked like the same type of filmography nah. as watching well. nah. the, the movie. Have you watched any of it yet? Have you watched no. it yet? No, nah, I, I mean, I've seen. Okay, yep, pieces, yep, but yep, I yep, watched yep, that's it. There you go. There you go. Go, go, watch, no. go watch an episode. Go watch two episodes for me. Yeah. And then we get back and have this conversation. It is the, I, the, the oh my God, the graphics. Ugh. Yeah, I have heard Snyder that, film. Heard it, it wants you to it wants you to love the graphics, the um, the um, CGI, the cinema, yeah, CGI. It wants you to fall in love with it. Yeah. Whereas this one is just moving forward, man. And, just and like, all right, you like it, or you don't. Of course, like you know, um, Kick Ass and and some of his other uh, movies were pro or, or um, comic books were probably some of the bigger properties. This isn't one that I necessarily loved. Um, this is one of those ones where it just, you know, it looked at superheroes like Greek gods and kind of like, you know, what would Superman do if there was mm -hmm. a real Superman or what would the Justice mm -hmm. League be like? And we kind of mm -hmm. see those themes kind of with some of these so writers. We saw it with the boys. We're seeing it with Invincible. Um, yeah. They're trying to do it here. I don't know if this would have been the first one that I would have picked to kick off um, the deal with Netflix. But clearly Netflix felt that this was the one to go with. But. Um, what I need to know, James, and if you watch it, I want to know, just like with Dane breakdown of Invincible, how close it is to the actual comic, because I think what I'm having trouble with this, apart from the CGI, is the writing seems forced. It seems like it's almost no. tacky when you're trying to make it socially mm -hmm. conscious and you got the wrong people in the wrong roles to pull that yeah, off. Like, yeah. imagine uh, what you know about Jupiter Legacy and then imagine them trying to do um, Falcon and Winter Soldiers sort of plot and theme within yes. that setting. That's right. what you're getting. And that's the problem. It's just now, not working well. Let me ask y'all this. Do y'all think that because Invincible was an animated series that it made that transition a little easier? Or do you think that that's just a, a cop out when it comes to like just making Is the, the boys story an animated connect? series? Is the no. boys an animated series? The boys is no, but see, I think I, I think the reason that Invincible was an animated series, I mean, the reason that, yeah, the reason that Invincible was an animated series is because of the boys. Because I think they wanted to avoid the comparison of them both just being graphic superhero shows. Right. They, they wanted to put some differentiation and even put them in a different category from one another. So yeah, they that's true. Because they're both Amazon, you know, so yeah, yeah Amazon's but, wait, probably I trying I thought they to... were doing a, a live action joint. Oh, For Invincible? Invincible? Yeah. Nah, they're not? Nah, not... No, they haven't. No, I think that well, maybe I imagined that. <laughs> I think, I think I the internet, so you be on Reddit. I think Reddit and the, and, <laughs> and the boys on the internet are calling for it now because, I mean, yeah. who wouldn't be interested in them doing a live action version now? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah, it was just well written. I want to see it now because I think it'd be hey, too much you... clash with um the boys at this the boy, point. They have like to wait till they finish the like... boys or wait till something else. Ju yeah. 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 Ju that's the tough thing, man. We went back to Invincible. Yeah, I know. It's so bad. But that's the tough thing with a lot of these comics, man, because they deal with real issues and real life things that are going on. But so much of what's going on is redundant in society and it's all this social justice reform and everything. And it's even affecting some of the, the uh, properties that we like and enjoy going back to WandaVision. Um, right. Apparently, Kevin Feige revealed that Doctor Strange was supposed to appear. But Feige's quote basically says that we didn't want to end the show um, to be uh, commoditized uh, to the next movie. Here's yeah. the white guy. Let me show you how your power works. So he basically right. we, we have that social justice thing and we didn't even realize it until mm -hmm. after the fact that we didn't get Dr. Strange because they didn't want a quote unquote white man showing white a strong savior. female how to, to use her powers. Yep. 
Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't want the they didn't want the white savior, <laughs> the, the, man, the white male savior. You know, yeah, and yeah. it's and it's like you know they're they're taking away some of the characters that we like for the sake of kind of these ongoing themes that's going on in culture. But what do y'all think of that? Because potentially we're missing out on superhero team ups and crossovers and things like that, all because they're like, ah, we don't want to necessarily offend a certain but, fan base or take away so, somebody's so, power. I'm glad you said that. Hold on. So let me go first. But are we missing out on the team ups or are we only missing out on that that introductory interaction of maybe uh, just a just a small you know, cameo? Yeah, yeah, like that's the thing. Well, like we don't need him to swoop, we don't need him to fly down. You know because you know how he would have done it. Doctor Strange ain't gonna fly in head first like Superman. Doctor Strange would have came down straight vertically. He just came down arms, vertically, his little eight, yeah, his, eight arms moving around. Let me say this. Some of the key themes that one you see in comic books are kind of like that Mr. Miyagi, you know, trainer, trainee thing. And then two, mm. they changed a lot of the script. And maybe it was for the better, but some of the radio transmissions and things like that were going to involve Dr. Strange. Yeah. And because <laughs> of that removal, they um, took him out of it. So I don't know if that's good or bad, but man, they did the right thing. They did exactly what they needed to do. And that shows y'all exactly why you don't need to be worried about the person on the show with second billing, like my man, Bucky. Y'all was all mad <laughs> last week. I heard I heard y'all talking about why the white boy ain't getting no play. Sorry, I don't mean to be prejudiced. But, <laughs> but, my man. but they told, they told y'all from the jump, that it was Falcon show. He had top billing. He had the first name on the on the marquee. And y'all <laughs> wanted did. Bucky to come be the one to save the day because he got the super serum. Like <laughs> let, let that black man get his shine. I had to bring this back up. I couldn't let y'all slide with that. Let this brother get his shine. Let him be the man he want to be. Stand tall and, and put on that terrible flag uniform. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, horrible. And, and I think it's just it's more of the same. I think they didn't want him to be the 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 white savior to have to save the black man, and they don't right. want this to be the white male to have to swoop in yeah. and save the day and save Wanda. But, and it makes sense with them trying to go yeah. towards diversity. I just I, I think it's it's what they're trying to do, and I I appreciate it not just being a one sided all about women thing, but they mm -hmm. doing it across the board with everything. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not Dane, mad at it. In my in my mind, I, sometimes it feels a little forced because like again. It still could have been Falcon, Falcon show, but I just wish that you would have because no, it, it, it was his, his due show. diligence. Like in it, Captain it America, it was Falcon. Yeah, in Captain America, um, you know, uh, Civil War and Winter Soldier, they did a good job of having good scenes well, for everybody. Infinity. That's valid. Where that's valid. in this one, it was like eh, Buck was kind of an afterthought, and he's he's like again, Falcon had top billing, but Winter Soldier but is Bucky's in the, the title. Fighter. Like yeah. give him yeah. at least some, you know, just. For it, so if people yeah. actually have fans, I felt like Bucky got the Hulk treatment in this joint. Like, ah, just throw yeah. him in there, man. Yeah, he Although, did. at yeah. least at least they showed he had a penchant for the sisters. So that made me like like Bucky even more, man. So <laughs> as, 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 like, as Loft <laughs> likes to say, he liked the swirl. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I have I, to well, ask I you, said, Dane. Dane, oh, I have to ask you, how effective is Falcon against Thanos? Who cares? He's never gonna fight Thanos by himself. Okay, the next big one. Um, Captain Captain America Dr. wasn't Doom. that effective against Thanos until he, he got. He was the very hammer. effective, right? Man, but we went through this last hammer. week. We went through this last know, week. Like, how effective was I Batman heard, versus Dark City? Yeah, I heard. I heard you talk about this last night, last week. You ain't got to rehash it. Yeah. I just know that that show, <laughs> that show was basically about 
improving Falcon's character so yeah. that people would actually want to go see a movie with him as Captain America. It really wasn't about that show. Yeah. It, in it, all it, honesty, I think that they did that in some ways. I wish that even still, like his suit and no small details like that could have been better. Yeah. But I ain't gonna lie, and, coming out of this, I liked uh, Mackie in the role a lot better. So they did yeah, succeed get in that. that. He gonna get that movie magic. They gonna, you know, they gonna tighten it up when he gets when they get to the movie. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. but I'm reading a text from Loft. It says, "All that is fine and candy, but can candy. you bring back the Spice Girls?" So <laughs> he's really rooting for Spice Girls. <laughs> Shout out Loft. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Fine man, and candy. Not fine, fine and candy. candy. Not fine, fine and candy. candy. Fine and candy. Fine and dandy, man. It's fine. And it must candy, have been. Bro. It was a typo. It was Loft's fault. Let's just agree to, to, to agree. Let's say fine and Andy. Let's just yep. keep it in the fine middle. and Andy. Fine and Andy. Yeah, hey man, so, so uh, what y'all oh, think? While, go ahead, go ahead. I was about to say, while I, I got a moment, I just want to thank Rob for holding me down and making sure he sh- shared all my text messages <laughs> the last is. couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I they appreciate were authentic, that, they were very authentic, like loft sex. I definitely. I'm definitely recovering from this broken leg from slipping in the tub because <laughs> I was because so I was in a really lot of like, Was that baby oil? Was that like uh, uh, sheen for your uh, beard? Like what was <laughs> <laughs> what was this substance? Well, you know, you know, I got I got these locks in this beard, man. You know, I, I be, be <laughs> having shea butter, like man. Shea butter, my grooming techniques. On shea butter. Yeah, shout to guy in the middle of week. I, I got my grooming techniques, brother. <laughs> you know you got you got you got the curly top you know <laughs> definitely <laughs> hey man but but we would talk about some of the writing um especially that were coming off of wandavision so that goes into this next phase um uh, where marvel kind of dropped these release dates with phase four we kind of saw like a teaser trailer with some of the the big um shows and movies that are coming up we got some stuff from black widow shang chi eternals um doctor strange 2 th- thor 4 Black Panther 2, which is now called uh, Wakanda Forever. Um, Captain Marvel 2, which is called Marvels, which uh, is interesting. Um, Ant-Man yeah. 3, Guardians 3, and Fantastic Four. Um, going to this next phase, since we're kind of at the point where we've seen Captain America, uh, well, Falcon and Bucky, and we've seen WandaVision, what has y'all the most excited in this teaser? Or is there anything that y'all are excited about? Wow. up and coming. Like the famous words of George Kasafo, it moved. It moved. The <laughs> it guy moved. from Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, it stands Go. No, don't try to get past that. Learn how to speak English, man. George Kasafo, that's his name. He said George Kasafo. Yeah, he got a massage or something from his like freaking one of Hitler's soldiers or something. You taking it? You taking this white man thing a little too far, bro? No, 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 no. It moved. It moved. It moved me. It made me go, "Wow, we finally get Marvel back." What moved you? We but, knew we knew we were getting them. What's what's different? They held I mean, with, uh, Black Widow so long, man. I didn't even know what was getting it back. You know, it was weak news. I'm not moved that we getting it back, but I I was uh, pleasantly surprised that they had release dates already lined up for so many movies. I mean, uh, the the specific dates, and there were a few surprises in there. Um, yeah. The Black Panther joint, I didn't realize that they had a date for that. I didn't know that uh, Captain Marvel 2, the Marvels, 
was slated for any I, I thought that jump might be pushed out to late 2023 at this point um and they still withholding the fantastic four date yeah. um but it looks like we're definitely going to get that in 2023 at this point so yeah. that that's that's a good thing i yeah. um i think the thing i was the most excited about i mean y'all know i got I got my bias, so you know the Marvels probably <laughs> stood out the most for me for, uh-huh. for obvious reasons. <laughs> my girl Tiana. That <laughs> yeah. is that, is, that's I'll replacing Captain Marvel too, right? There's no yeah. more Captain Marvel. It's the yeah. Marvels. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, Marvel, and I don't know if they're gonna call her Pulsar or Qua- Kazar, Kazar, Photon. I don't know yeah. what name they're gonna use, but Monica Rambo. The moon, the star. That was the biggest thing that stood out. Oh, boys in the hood. <laughs> that was the biggest thing that stood out for me. Were the two title changes again? Wakanda Forever. Um, again, yeah. it's not really Black Panther two, like. I guess they already kind of warned us that they're going away from that and maybe going to make it more about the society of Wakanda. Um, So that's interesting. So I don't know. I guess they might not replace. I'm just curious how they're going to articulate what happened to uh, T'Challa. Here's my guess on this. They're not going to recast them like we have been told for this (laughs) movie. And then when they finally do get to the point where they end up recasting him, and we have some other news that I think talks about possible recastings in the future. Yeah. Um, but when they get to the point where they finally do recast him, because I think it'll happen eventually, then I think they might actually go Black Panther 2. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. He just he didn't make it back from... Um, what do they call? I call it the snap, but what do they call it? The blast. Nah, he, he blip. Well, you can't he say that. He was in an airplane. He was in the end game. Nah, he was in the end game. He was the first person to appear in the end game after they yeah. brought everybody from the Cap to your left. Yeah, but what happened was in that spot where he Wrong disappeared person. from, they built a building <laughs> or a tree. <laughs> he came back and didn't make it. Damn. Nah, I don't know what they're going to do, but it's going to be interesting. Um. Oh. A big part too, and I'm surprised, Rob, you ain't pick up on it because this is the one that you've been dropping your pants for since it came out is Eternals. They showed a lot of footage from that, and it actually looked pretty good. Uh, what'd you think about the Eternals footage? Because at least for me, unless I missed it, that's some of the first kind of yeah, live action the footage that we've seen. At that point, when I saw it, finally saw it, I think I was milking my titties. It was just a lot to take what? in at the same time, man. I mean, it was. Yeah. It, 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 that's my fault, y'all. I shouldn't have thrown the rock. Because you have the areola, my the bad. nipple, within the breast. So yeah, that's completely on milking. me. Like I'll take that, man. <laughs> it was really good. It was Rob, awesome. Rob, so, oh, so, Rob, so Rob, you a cow or a goat? <laughs> I'm a passenger. Talking about you. Talk, you a what? You a what? A what? No. All right, let's next. What's the next? Hey, man. Well, along the lines of things that probably shouldn't happen, uh, uh, along with Rob milking himself, Hugh Jackman. Oh, no, no, no. To want to to be a cameo in in Wolverine and as Wolverine in the next Deadpool 3 movie. Now, I know Ryan Reynolds, I don't know if y'all missed that or caught it, but for the longest time, he's been going back and forth with Hugh Jackman trying to get a Wolverine, um, Deadpool kind of cameo. I don't know if they want to do a buddy movie kind of thing but he's been trying to get Hugh Jackman to come back well now Hugh Jackman finally sounds like he's entertaining that is that something you guys want to see in the MCU um do you no. want Wolverine to be recast or do y'all want Hugh to come back and take up the reins again 
Actually, I no. actually wouldn't mind seeing it. I, I mean, no. I don't care for this. <laughs> no, it's the last one. Why not? Why no. not? It's not part of. No, dang, hold on. It's not the last one. It's not going to be a no. part of. They're going to redo Deadpool, right? No, it'll be a one-off. No, yeah, it'll be a one-off. They said yeah. that Deadpool would be cameoing in Marvel movies. They said that he would be replacing, almost replacing, um, uh, Stan Lee with the cameos, his character. Yeah. What? So if you if you bring somebody from Fox over to do a cameo into his movie, then that muddies the waters and allows the idea that, oh, well, these characters can come over from all of these shows, all of these. No, 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 no. no. He, he hates Stop. it. Stop. I mean, hate I'm Fox so glad that Dane is back. I know man. he was like, like yelling man. at the podcast. Man. Man. There were points where Dane man. wanted to say this stuff before, man. He is ready to go. But I actually agree <laughs> with him. But Jonathan, man, what you got since you kind of got the other side of the all equation? Right. So so y'all have to remember, they still going to introduce this thing called the multiverse, right? And they're going to go and do and reshape we think they are. everything that they want to do. They're going to do it. And so How that, you know? Where's the proof? Every the time they tell us they're they going to do the multiverse and we think they're going to do the multiverse, what happens? No multiverse. You're right. With Marvel, we can expect, we can't expect anything, right? So so we get that. But assuming they're going to do the, the multiverse, you can correct all of this and do with it what you please. My feeling about it is Deadpool can't really he can't really intertwine with what we've seen so far anyhow. He can't, it won't make sense. The first question Lav is going to have is, okay, so where has he been when all this other stuff has been occurring? How come he hasn't intervened? So for me, it's like Deadpool's a one-off. So let him do his Hugh Jackman. Let him come in and cameo. Let them have their little buddy romance or whatever they want to do. Do the buddy cop film the way it should have been done yes. with Falcon and Winter Soldier and then move on from it and then destroy it and restart. It's fine. The yes. good thing it's about okay. Deadpool is they could actually do that right. and just and you know with Deadpool he'll make it comedy like I was I know what you're I know what you're thinking where was I when all this stuff happened but if they yeah. actually look and he'll be in the background they'll like paste them in and he'll be like <laughs> right. so they could actually make that funny um and if he's that, that included when the hell. X-Men pop up he can like do that for them too like oh now you want to show up you know what I mean stuff like that like so yeah. where were you when you know what I mean exactly when the blip occurred right so, exactly yeah. So Damn. I think it'd be easy to squeeze him in. I'm I'm curious how they're going to do like mutants and everything else, but they seem to have a plan. Even even Fantastic Four, like maybe they didn't have their powers yet or whatever. But if Reed Richards is the dude, then you know in the scientific community, I'm just surprised his name hasn't come up yet. So right. it's going to be interesting. Speaking of people in the scientific community coming up. <laughs> come on man i'm trying to help you with the meat shifting hey i appreciate it but hey man this one's for dane and we probably couldn't have done this news without him being here since he was originally cast as bishop um in the mcu anyway <laughs> <laughs> apparently you missed the uh casting call or while you was there um o-m-e-t-h-o-d stepped in method man apparently is rumored to be lobbying for the role of bishop in the mcu when he touches down now nah, two questions nah. for y'all do y'all want bishop in this and do y'all think rapper, do you want to see rappers in the MCU or any other films? Like, and if so, who would that be? Like, who are y'all dudes to go through? Um, you know, we go, I guess DMX would have been at the top of my list uh, for somebody to jump in for a cameo. But uh, is there anybody else that you think could fill a role or? Hold on, before, before we jump into that, let's go ahead and address this Method Man stuff. So <laughs> the, thing, the thing is not that Method Man is about to take my role. <laughs> Method Man has a podcast that he does for Marvel. 
where he yeah. talks about comics. Method Man is an avid and open comic book reader and in comic it book always enthusiast. has been Johnny Blaze. Yeah. The one uh the, the one um uh comic con that I actually went to that I told y'all about last year. Um mm-hmm. actually Method Man was at the Comic Con. I actually met him at that joint. Um, now did y'all face look. off like like they do right yeah, before it, it the was, fights? Because it, it <laughs> y'all knew it wasn't no it wasn't no beef back then. But <laughs> But that he that they have not had the casting call yet. They have not put the word out. They have not said, you know, when the movie is coming, when X Men is coming. Bishop is definitely going to be in the building, though. Rest assured, <laughs> I will. I will be trying to get the role. Since <laughs> I'm on to you already have the role. M E T H O D, man. Okay, that was oh, awful. Let's wrong. keep Just pushing. Keep pushing. Stuff, man. Just push the wagon. What the keep listeners need us. to understand about Rob is his brain literally detaches from his body and goes somewhere else. Yeah. And then it comes back. And it's yeah. like so. So yeah. like, let me just answer for Rob. Um, just just no, no, I'm just gonna put it this way. So mm-hmm. Rob, we, we asking what rappers would we put in. So what role would you put Drake in and why? <laughs> Since you're gonna pick Drake, just who is he gonna be? Oh wow, uh, Drake, Superman. <laughs> no, not Superman. He's definitely a mutant. Okay, he will be in the mutant category, but like just a tough mutant. Nah, nah, he probably musically like, influenced. Um, <laughs> Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. <laughs> can wow. he pull off the Drake dirty? Is Nightcrawler? <laughs> yeah, because he can, he, he, he can do the ting, the tunes, the ting. OVO XO, let's go. Oh, so you're gonna have him do like a little uh Jamaican Canadian yes. of yes. yes. instead of German. or nightcrawler. Oh, I can Night. make him goat man since he's the greatest of all time. I just make him Ooh, goat man. Goat man. Who that you making up your you own? Just made up of Christian help. Christian help. Help. I help. can't help you with that. I don't even know what to <laughs> help. He's not real, but I would put him goat, greatest of all time, man. Hey, hey, so, well, well, Rob, here, here go one for you. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead, Dan. I was just gonna say, does Will Smith still count? Like, can I use I Will know, Smith? I've seen his latest his, with his Instagrams, man. I'm just talking about. <laughs> he got I'm, some work I'm, to talking do. About, I'm talking about a rapper that I would want to be one of the X Men. Like, it, out of anybody, I'm picking Will Smith first, just because he's probably the best yeah. actor. Of the but bunch. who would he be? Yeah, a Magneto. Yeah, that's, that's the hard part. That's the hard that's part. The hard Magneto. Part. That's it. Nah, Will Will Smith not pulling off Magneto. He's, no, nah. not not Juggernaut. No. Stop you saying just so just the first stuff that come to your mind, huh? No, yeah. because he's older. He can't be a younger character. You know, Juggernaut is Xavier's older brother, so you have to pick them two. Actually, <laughs> I like when we get the logic breakdown. It wasn't too yeah. too horrible. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, so why I choose. Hey, well, we'll hear going one for you, Rob and Dane. Like, so um, Blade could be. Could you see Drake as Blade, maybe? Hell Put yeah. the glasses on, bump out uh my man. Oh, we just giving <laughs> we giving Rob a pass. It, it ain't even gotta be an X-Men for him as long as he can get Drake in there. As long as exactly. he can get Hey, but along those lines, man, Blade apparently's production has been pushed back until next summer for script revisions and to find a black director. And we kind of talked about this earlier. Marvel's definitely um has their finger on the pulse of some of what's going on culturally. I don't know. For me, script is the biggest part of this. Um, if we're holding it up for the script to make it good, I'm all for that. Um, but how do y'all feel? Do y'all do y'all mind that Blade is delayed for black director and script issues, or does um, having a black director not matter as much to you with a character like Blade? What's y'all thoughts? I'm so confused. I'm so confused. <laughs> so, this is why I'm confused. So you got this far in advance 
and this idea and concept, but you didn't consider this until now? Like what made you start? I mean, well, the answer is obvious. What made you start to consider this? And that's cool. But why did it why did it just start mattering at this point that you needed a black director? I think that's where I'm struggling with this a little bit. Like so, it start with the white guy and it wasn't working. Or, maybe. Or so, Mackie. Guys so I'm like wondering, Mackie, I, I was about to say, I'm wondering <laughs> if this has anything to do with the ripple effect, because like when y'all spoke last week about Mackie complaining about not having diversity, mm-hmm. Loft was saying he didn't think it needed to be said because he felt like the movies and shows had diversity. You saw women and people of color getting these roles in movies mm-hmm. for like Shang-Chi coming mm-hmm. out and stuff. But I've feel like and I think John you alluded to this that it was more about behind the screen yeah. it wasn't what was what we were seeing on film that they, that Mackie yeah. was talking about but more about the people that were working in the production the directors the producers stuff like that and I think mm-hmm. this may have something to do with that do they need a black director for this film no but I think they probably are hoping and this may have to do with the star of the movie being such a, a big up and coming star himself he may want the next Black Panther type movie. He may want something that, you know, really has um, moments that really bring back the Black audience in and make us feel like this is one of ours. But, so it might so, be something like that. Right on that. Had a I appreciate that. But here's, here's my struggle with that. Like, you have to have a delicate balance between making it Kugler's um, Black Panther and making it whoever wrote um, Soul Plane, right? And so that's why oh, I get I agree. afraid of sometimes. Like, don't over black it and then and, and over stereotype yeah. it either by having this super cool black guy come in. Because we saw what happened with Luke Cage. Like, that didn't work out very well. No. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, uh, up until the fact, up until the point where that guy died, then it just went yeah. down. I was about to say, right. funny you used that reference for this. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the best part yeah. of that show. Right. Dude, and so, and, playing, and, Blade, and that's yeah. always my concern is like do it right don't just try to black it up and get some random person we've never heard of who don't have the experience who's trying too hard and then trying to put too much in the script i.e i'm calling them out what like what he did in uh, falcon and winter soldier is like yeah you was right there on the line but you kind of pushed it too much to the extent that it was just too much in one show like we didn't need so much and when you overdo it then it just kind of loses the effect because now right. it feels forced Make it feel natural. Get somebody that knows what they're doing. And that's the biggest part. Like, don't just find any black director. Find someone that knows what they're doing. Because you can find a, a woman, a white woman to do Captain Marvel, and she could ruin it. Because it could be absolutely a terrible, yeah. hey, terrible Number film. one rule, we always say, just make it good. Make it, yeah. good. So, make it good. Yeah. so I'm all for diversity. I, would, I just want them to make sure that it's good and it translates well. Because that's the ultimate yeah. goal is for the, the the product to be, you know, it's all good to say, hey, we we did this and we had this person involved. But you know, I think the fact that they're taking the time to find uh, hopefully the right director right. or right black director is good. And I really like that they say, hey, we're going to do some script revisions in there, too, because hopefully they saw uh, some I, stuff was like, and, ah, this don't work. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm wondering. I'm much more worried about the script than I am about the director right now. Right. Who's writing it? Does anyone know? No, I don't know who uh, the writer it's is. A team of I don't even know if they've officially yeah, got yeah, like a head yeah, writer yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's so early. As long yeah. as they write in a character equally as interesting as Nabuche right in the original, that's <laughs> that's yeah. all the representation I need. Because yeah. they did a good job in uh WandaVision with making sure Monica Rambeau was represented in a in a quality fashion. So but, yeah, I uh, can tell you who won't be in it, Serena Williams. Have you seen her lately? Stop. 
Stop. Have you seen her? Like, what, 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 why? Random That's shot. Like, you just go snipe on Serena. All oh, day. You can't say that. She, she, she did. That was not. Nice. She had bad. Man, she has to be happy. She had bad makeup, man. Just stop. What? <laughs> that takes you like four shades lighter? Oh no! Nah. Oh, she released a go. picture after. She released a picture after. It, she looks normal again. So yeah, it was. I'm not even a. I'm not even a Serena fan personally, but yeah, I, uh, let's not go down that road. Yeah, Serena for uh, Sitar, whatever her name is from Thundercats. Push the wagon, man. Since we ending on another Rob jab, um, your boy Star Lord got an upcoming uh, movie. Uh, we we just saw uh, Chris Pratt, the Tomorrow War trailer. I, I don't know if I call it a trailer, more like a teaser, because it's only like yeah. thirty seconds. Yeah. But it's kind of a movie we've been hearing about that's been delayed. That's going to pop up on Amazon. Um, did y'all get a chance to see the Tomorrow War trailer and what y'all think about it? Unfortunately, yes. It's a no for me. So, so Jonathan, does this feel like a Am like Amazon does a good job in the past, or, or, or are you giving it the yeah. Netflix? It feels it feels very net- Netflixish, and I'm kind of concerned. You can't do that. You can't do that with that thirty second trailer. First, Amazon has made a point to put out a lot of good stuff. It, you you'd be hard pressed to find you you'd be hard pressed that to find true. a lot of bad stuff on amazon that is true Two, this this joint did what we always ask people to do and not show us too much yeah because it didn't yes. because it didn't show us too much now we mad at it so give, i don't you know you can't have it, it both time. ways give it time i'm not <laughs> upset because it didn't show me much i'm, I'm upset because i don't know what the hell i'm looking at it doesn't I, but i think i think the story is going going to be something very complex and i'm going to go out on a limb and say that you probably gonna love the story because it's gonna involve time travel, and we know how you feel about time travel, John. There y'all go, stick a move. I love it. I love it, man. So, James, would you give it the Reach Around Award of the month? Of the month? Yeah. Are we doing that monthly? I didn't know. No, right. <laughs> we gonna add that to the BCU end of the year awards. Yes, right. So, Reach Around. What is the Reach Around But first, you had to define this before I agree. Yeah. What is the Reach Around? This strange. It's just a reach around. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with a no on that then. <laughs> I'm not entertaining the reach around award. What I will say is that I, you know, I, I like sci-fi and I like, um, you know, end of the world, time travel, dystopian future kind of stuff. So I'm, when I heard about this, I was excited for it. I, it does feel a little, and again, we didn't get a lot of the trailer, so there might not be a lot of the special effects and things added just yet. But it did feel a little bit more like a netflix movie than a movie that i expected to see in the theaters but we'll see i mean um chris pratt usually does um decent material so i'm hoping for the best and we've seen pretty good stuff from 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 amazon and we're going to probably review without remorse (laughs) so i don't want any spoilers there but that was another amazon feature you know my 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 issue james it looks very unoriginal it just looks like something we'd have seen a whole lot that's true and then after what's bothering me is like, come on, can somebody come up with a different idea? And, it, and, and the writing will matter, obviously, but yeah. just from the, the teaser trailer that they produce, it just feels like something I've seen already. I guess that's yeah. probably well, what it is. Well, two points. Yeah. I argued, um, what is it, uh, Army of the Dead? And that clearly isn't the most creative <laughs> of, of genres. So I, <laughs> if, if I said, right. hey, well, yeah, you write Tomorrow War, I can't watch it, I'd be very hypocritical. So <laughs> I'm still <laughs> here for it, even if it's a uh, rehash, but funny thing and that's the perfect transition for this apparently 
along my lines, so I'm excited. Smallville is doing an animated revival, um, and they plan on bringing back um, Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling. Clearly, they can't bring back the girl that played Chloe because she was caught up with the Nexium cult. Well, they, they, they bring, oh, they yeah. bring it back. Her, they bring back her character, but they not bring it back. Jimmy, the black dude. Pete. <laughs> hey, oh, is it official? Pete, not Jimmy. Is it official? They not bringing Pete back? Like maybe they'll well, get Sam Jones. Is is he working? I, I don't. They might. Hopefully, hopefully they'll bring him back. He is alive. I had to go check when I saw the the, <laughs> I saw the drawing of. The, I saw the drawing of the characters and I saw uh, Story that girl, Wars. Chloe. Right. Yeah, now, I saw Chloe, but I didn't see his yeah. character. I'm like, how now, is Chloe? Outside of me, who exactly is this for? Is anybody checking for a Smallville reboot? We kind of got Superman I, and Lois. I'm not going to argue against it. I'm going to watch it. But who I, are y'all I, checking for this? Is this something that I y'all were hoping to see? I think it's for Rosenbaum and Tom Welling. Because they, they they putting they up their money to, to try and yeah they putting up their money to try and get this on they they going in as producers so I think it's for them Hold I on, think they dang dang all their jobs a, have dried up there's a black guy named Pete that's what I just said Pete oh, from the no. original I'm out so I'm arguing I'm I'm never wrong. met a dude named Pete not a black guy <laughs> named Pete that did sound wrong <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah. So it, my my issue with this one is, can we get something other than Superman, please? Like BCWB, you. if you're listening, <laughs> do y'all have any other character? And again, this is why no one is getting excited about whoever The Rock is fighting in his movies because we've never heard of these people. You know why? Because when you have opportunities to introduce them in other platforms, you don't do it. You go right back yep. to the same damn whale. Let's well. see how many how many versions. Of Superman, can we create? <laughs> hold, on, hold on, bro. You think you think the Rock's gonna fight somebody original? They introducing the Rock's character and Hawkman in that movie. Those are the original characters in, in that movie. That, that he gonna end up fighting Shazam at the end, or or somebody oh. that you've seen before. I think it's a build. You don't up. think Shazam uh, is gonna come in? Maybe a cameo, but I think it's a build up. So we talked about, and I can't even remember his name, whoever Pierce Bronson's character is supposed to be portraying. Oh, My Dr. point Fate. is, Dr. Fate. why can't yeah, we get Dr. a Dr. Fate, Fate show? Zoom. Show me, give me something to help me learn and introduce y'all to y'all characters because y'all characters are one. Nobody yeah, knows but- anybody past the Justice League. That's pretty much it. Marvel, we know the whole slate. And here's the problem. Y'all keep going back to the same whale. We're going to get 15 iterations of Superman. Watch. I'm going to just sit here and wait for a second. Go ahead, James. Do your work. Well, and, and Batman. I, I, <laughs> I, I hate I hate to throw this alley you from half court, but WB is uh, planning a Superman reboot featuring a black <laughs> Kal-El <laughs> to be set in the 20th century uh, instead of using Val Zod from the uh, comic books. <laughs> I, I guess I know how Jonathan thinks. So, Dave, <laughs> how you feel about uh, black Superman and, and man? I don't I know don't... if I want to see it. Especially if they get Michael B. There were some moments and without remorse, man. Nervous. Oh, Michael B. Jordan is getting this job if he wants it. Uh, oh. he, is, he is the hottest name right He's now. GQ. He's the hottest man in, yeah. on planet Earth, right? Is it Amer- is it in, in America or is it the planet? What is he the hottest man I, in? Hey man, I, y'all food. Y'all you all great on that world. list. I can promise you that, Rob. I think it's the world. No, you're fooled <laughs> by the left-handed masturbation. I'm not with it. Give me, 
Did I, man, did I do? Nope. I went to Dane. I was like, did yeah, I she did go to Dane. I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> you did go to, you that did, might have so been my fault that time. I'm not, I'm not accepting this. <laughs> so what do you think, I, Dane? Like, what? what is I don't, I, I don't have a problem with a black Superman. I just wish they would have went with Valzad. It makes right. more sense. And it's it a story they already room. have. WB and DC need to stop trying to recreate the wheel. You is, have the source material to put this out and it would be a new character and you right. still get Superman, even though it's not Superman. Like right. they get it's the both worlds. You get a yep. new character like John was saying and yes. you still get your Superman that you want anyway. And, and it, it, it doesn't make sense that, for them to just go ahead. It lends you that crossover potential. So it's set in the 20th right, exactly. century. You know what I mean? There is a point with all yeah. this flashpoint they and everything to, going on that yeah, you they possibly about to do a multiverse. could have both Supermans intertwine you know what i mean when you make them both yeah, kal you can do it but i feel like there's much more room for storytelling when you have a separate superman the miles morales it, theory like it just works better yeah, exactly now, 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 aside from making my point entirely and throwing me that ooh, thank you who is the guy you mentioned dane because i've never heard of him see that see how that works <laughs> <laughs> so, so i i i only to your point i only know about the character from doing research based on our discussions on this show but there was a alternate universe superman character that was a black man named valzad he was on one of the different earths that they have in the dc universe oh. and and you know in that earth he was a, a black man a black baby from Krypton that survived rather than Kal-El. So his name was, his family name was Valzad. So much easier. So much yeah. interesting. So, white people so won't be easier. mad. Right. We don't have to get white people <laughs> threatening to come shoot up the theater because yeah. they changed Superman's race. They can just have another character. Look at that. Right. So much yeah. easier. And it's like the, the Guardians yeah. thing. Like DC just doesn't do a good job of um, introducing characters because People heard of the Guardians, but they weren't like a household name. But you were able to satisfy the Guardians fandom that was familiar with the source material, but also introduce yeah. something new and fresh. So you had a segment of the audience was like, man, I never even heard of these guys. They're pretty cool. But you also had the, the you know, fandom and fanboys that were coming out to be like, I'm finally get to see Guardians. Like, and you literally have this with a character like Valzad. Like, why wouldn't you just use it? and satisfy both demographics because these things can get stale like how many times so are we going we're going to get a whole new origin now hopefully it's more authentic to a black superman you know i don't know what they're going to do with that but which which we've talked about be, we, but right we we've had that conversation here yeah, before when have, this first came WB. up because we we talked about tanahasi supposed to be writing the script so I'm yeah. not concerned about well, their true, ability true to pull that off. I know Tanahasi knows how to keep it authentic. You talking about somebody who so, so Superman going to Howard with, with the Howard University. So yeah. hey, it's going to be authentically but black. The only so caveat the is what happens when Tanahasi and WB have that Snyder moment where they're not seeing eye to eye, and he bows out, and they take half his script and butcher <laughs> it, and then edit it, and then we get. Uh, you predicted uh, the Tanahasi verse already. We get Kalel in Kansas. We get corny Kalel in Kansas with a high top fade <laughs> and no shape up. Hey, hey! If they, Never if, they set up, if they set him in 2014, high top fades came back for a little bit. They did, yeah, but <laughs> why not just have a what if film? Like you, you rebooting but they got the a character. 
come they got a, they, what, what if it's Marvel though, man? You can't. They can't stick one. In their toes. I know, but just create a whole new character in a whole new way. Like you, you step into I, the look, boundaries got, of Superman. I have the I have the perfect solution. Just right. give all your source material to Disney and let. Uh, the Marvel Marvel Studios handle your movies for you. Man, they'll take the care of all that. They're gonna have some flops. do justice. They're gonna have some flops here and there. It's gonna be some. It's gonna be a couple of duds here and there. It ain't nobody perfect, but in the the Marvel Studios has to be able to do better than WB I, has been doing. I'll say they hired the has Black to. Cinematic Universe as consultants and just let us. I'm let, with let, it. Yes, <laughs> with, let yes. us guide the ship, man. Speedball for life. <laughs> Redo yeah, Fiddler on the roof. Hey, we there. Well, on that on that Superman lines, man. We're, we're getting the uh, Black Kyle-El, but um, interesting news came out, and it's all rumors and and at this point. But apparently, Henry Cavill is in talks to play Hercules in the upcoming Thor movie. What do y'all think about that? Um, do y'all? I personally still have that longing to to see Henry Cavill continue as Superman because I think he did such a good job. But if they're gonna bring somebody into the MCU, I'm all for Henry Cavill coming over. I don't know if I want him to be Hercules, but what's y'all thoughts? Marvel is done playing games with DC. You're going <laughs> to waste these characters, waste these actors. We're going to show you how to how to manage this properly. I thought he was about Henry to go Cavill to night joint again. <laughs> I, was, I, I was about to, and I stopped myself. I was about Felt to, like and it. I stopped. It 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 it's okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go to the well too often. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on your oh. left. On your left. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like you got blipped back. <laughs> What's up, love? What's up, man? Ain't right at the, almost at the end of the news. I felt <laughs> invisible, man. Like y'all wasn't gonna acknowledge me. I had to say on your left. Nah, we right. was all agreeing that that that, that we want to see Henry Cavill and Thor take off their shirts, and you came in at the right time. Now nah, that's the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the right time. Inspiration. Let's do it. Let's get pumped. I didn't even want to say that because I, I, I didn't want to be Falcon. You know, <laughs> I, I hate to do this, but so so Rob, since Loft is here, explain the reach around the board to him. Whoa, okay, all right. He wasn't here. You put me in, you put me in the See, middle. That's why I need to be here, man. Because you do, I keep because man, balanced, you missed man. the whole they, they tried to get me, man. Since I was doing the news, they did a whole shift in the meat, and even Dane joined in, man. I was like, oh uh, man. No, nah, I didn't know. Don't I, so I was not back. joining in like that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, it Dang, sounds like group sex. Stop. God, that's a real thing. I've seen oh, man. Go ahead. Leave y'all brothers for <laughs> a little while. Seen and, and here we go. But I know we probably going too deep into Robert's world, but <laughs> at seeing Henry Cavill face off against uh, Hemsworth as Thor would be dope. Off. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah, we don't got to yeah, worry about that. fake muscles. We don't got to worry about, you know what I mean? If they actually make them and we don't get fat Thor or some kind of goofy Hercules where, you know what right. I mean, he's, you know, out of shape. And, you know, if we actually get these two dudes going at it, it would be like a, a, a superhero fight or team up or whatever they're going to do with the role. But right. um, and Cavill won't have to guys. CGI his beard off. <laughs> his <laughs> mustache. <laughs> his mustache. That's so bad. Yeah, but like, are they the, the top? Contenders, I I don't know. Like, I still want to see the Rock. I would love to see the Rock and Thor go at it. Maybe a Fast and Furious might do it. For what? Huh? Top contenders for what? Best action people. 
Yeah, they the best action people. We have John Cena, Thor, Henry Cavill, The Rock, and Dude. That's it. And I mean, dude. I mean, <laughs> I'm missing Chris a lot. The Rock is top dog right now as far as yeah. just pure action hero. Yeah. He, the yeah. Rock is top dog. Guy. Hemsworth is trying, though. Seems like he wants to go that lane. And maybe, like I just said, maybe even Pratt. Like, he's trying to do some action stuff. It doesn't quite work as well. I think Hemsworth is, is coming up on number two. Hemsworth is, is more well-rounded, though. He's not yeah. just a straight action hero. Yeah. yeah. I think Extraction changed the game for him. And then Extraction, too. And there was something in the news where he was getting into another um action hero thing so hopefully he'll keep that going and doesn't do another ghostbusters 2 <laughs> whatever that was with um the ghostbusters reboot where he was comic relief right oh, yeah. yeah but you know Horrible. thor thor gonna be all kinds of comedy too though because he loved yeah. the new the new direction yeah so yeah, while we while, while we on this discussion why don't we just go ahead and kick a segment out there if you had another dcu character to come over to marvel hmm. who would it be is there anyone that you would love to come over to Marvel? And uh, jumping back to our first conversation, what character would you want them to be? Hmm. Did you say Affleck? You said Batfleck? Affleck. Yeah, Affleck, Affleck would be great. Yeah, yeah I uh, like Ben, man. I feel like DC did him so dirty. They ain't, he was supposed to have a movie. He didn't have a movie. They put him in Justice League. He was getting beat up by the damn uh, little fly things that dark side had <laughs> right. i just i think or he didn't get his due diligence i actually i don't know what character he would be but i feel like he's had such a rough go with being a superhero and he's such a fanboy. like he tried it with daredevil he i think he did a good job with batman i, I feel like i would like to see him get a role that he's actually able to embrace and get his due diligence but man i would have to think on who it would be can y'all see where he might be able to get in that yeah. already hasn't been casted? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see. Uh, I, I, I can't think of any role. That's yeah. the problem. Like, right. Uh, so who is your choices? I know. All right, I, Rob, go I, ahead. I'm, the Rock. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Henry Cavill is ideal. So he's coming anyway. So would you know. put him somewhere else? Like, he would be a dope Colossus, maybe. I don't know if he could do the accent. Just Colossus, though, really? Huh? Just oh my god, oh my god! I'm reading this, man. Julian, man, shout out to Julian, man. He lost his house, and um, <laughs> him and his friend Data and Chunk, they trying to go <laughs> on this little adventure and this little find a ship to sloth and why not Willie and hey man. you guys. <laughs> I always wonder why Julian loved Baby Ruth so much. (laughs) (laughs) That was Dane in the basement doing these recordings, man. They had him locked up (laughs) watching TV. Couldn't he change the channel? Just put a damn Baby Ruth on the floor. It's definitely definitely Henry Cavill. It's more than just Colossus. He can act. He can actually act. So that we can have Colossus with some actual lines for once. Yeah, I mean, you just do a, a better Ooh. job writing. For you know who, who would be well, dope? I, Dane. I, this is for Dane, Wonder Man. Like he would be dope um, uh, as yeah. a as Wonder Man to bring that character in and have it to be somebody like Cavill would be, especially with um, Scarlet Witch he, taking off now. Yeah, I got yeah, another I, one too. Um, that's sort of right along those lines. But it's like Black Knight. 
Yeah, yeah. So I think what Black a, Knight is gonna be in Eternals. So that's probably a yeah, foregone. Nah, yeah. Uh, What's the British dude name? But Captain, yeah, British. Um, British. Captain Britain. Captain Britain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Captain yeah. Britain. Yeah. Oh, he would be a perfect Captain Britain. Right. Mm-hmm. He could just use I, the normal yeah, accent. Captain Britain. Would, uh, nah, nah uh, Idris Alba. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, Idris Alba name, already right? was in in Marvel, and they wasted him. I know. <laughs> you think he was wasted? I don't know. I think he's I right. do. I mean, he's just such a big, pro- high-profile actor. Like, he, he should have been in a high-profile role. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Agree. Like, I, I think he can carry a box office by himself if you put him in the right role. Not sure what that would be, but it wouldn't be Humdell. <laughs> I didn't think Humdell was wasted. They, they did the same like, thing with Derek Luke. Love, I actually right. don't agree with that. I think they just should have gave Humdell space to cook. Like, they should have gave him more screens space and time and kind of really yeah. cook if you got to watch a rainbow all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, who, like, basically, has there ever been a Humdell comic? Like, I don't even know if he's an elevator man, dog. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, really? What's <laughs> really? They really did. They really did. He's the guardian. Well, I think, I think, boss, I think you could bring Gal Gadot over pretty easily. She could be one of the mm-hmm. gold people that's that was in the Guardians. I can imagine her taking up that. Character. She need a better. She need a better role than yeah, gold people. Really? Adam Warlock. <laughs> what, so I was thinking Gal Gadot, but I was like, what X Men can she be? I, I, oh, I feel like there had is. to be an X Men character that Gal Gadot could be, so they could actually show how to take advantage. Jean Grey. That's easy. Nah, well, I mean, nah. Psylocke would be. I, that's what I was thinking. Psylocke, I was thinking yeah. Psylocke, but Psylocke, I, but Psylocke is supposed to be Asian, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's, I, that's the only that's, thing. That that was my hangup, and I was like, she a little too tall for Rogue. So Psylocke yeah. is the best fit, but she just don't had a Japanese yeah. look. She okay, just, let me ask you guys a question. I had a few, if y'all cared to listen. So I had Will Smith coming over as Blue Marvel. I don't know. We were talking about who is that? About Will Smith. Who is Dane? Who is who's Blue Marvel? I'm confused. He's the, he's a black Superman from Marvel. So, pretty much. How can he be black? He's blue. Yeah, 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 uh, his name is Blue Marvel. He's a black man. Hey, that's, he why that, that's why that Black Falcon joke was so funny because every time we get yeah. a black superhero, it's got the color in it. It's either yeah. like Black yeah. Lightning, uh, Blue Marvel. Like, yeah. <laughs> they always black be like, <laughs> just so you know, this is a Negro. Right. <laughs> Before you purchase this comic book, we want to warn you. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised y'all didn't have Momoa. Um, oh, oh, I forgot about yeah. Momoa. Saber Tooth. Oh, oh yeah, man. You know what? That's spot on. Yeah, that man was so bad that and I literally be... just blocked blocked him out. Yes, yeah. but he would <laughs> he would probably he would probably have to be the version of Saber Tooth that isn't just outright a uh, villain. He's like there's yeah. a, a version of Saber Tooth where they write him sort of like an anti-hero. Oh, that he works with he works with the X Men from time to time, but he still toes the line. Like he's willing to kill when the X Men aren't and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah he'd be perfect for that. Yeah, I actually don't. I don't care for Momoa as an actor too much. So if he just growling, I'm all right with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually might retcon Chris Pine and as Captain America going forward too. Who's Chris Pine? I know that's an unpopular opinion. Chris, Chris Pine, Chris Pine, is Pine is Captain America. Cap- he played Captain Kirk on the the recent Star Wars uh, Star Trek he movies, was, uh, and he was um, uh, Wonder, 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 Wonder Woman's boyfriend. Girlfriend. Uh, I, oh, I, 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 yeah, I, I can that see that. Out. Definitely see I that. Try to, I, I try to black that movie up. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It yes, was just it bad. was. But nah. my my top choice for real that is probably an option would be Jeremy Irons as a uh, Magneto. 
Yeah, yeah there you go. Help me out. Yeah, Who's I forgot because that you know with him being uh, Jer- Jeremy Alfred. Irons was Alfred for um for the recent Batman, the the yeah. one in JLA. Hey, was I understand why, why we got to explain everything to Rob dealing with DC because it's people his brain it's like, don't have enough capacity, man. No, it's, it's think about it. It's billions of people listen to us. They don't know what it means as well. No, but then just say it there. Just just say for the listeners, if y'all don't remember who Jeremy Irons is, is this guy? It was Alfred, but you didn't know that. That was the truth. <laughs> for the listeners, uh, it's Alfred from JLA. <laughs> better late than never. <laughs> never late is better. But whatever, man. <laughs> Whatever, that man. was so a Drake was... line, Rob. You were supposed to know that too, man. Dang. <laughs> what, 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 you said Drake? What, 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 did, huh? what happened? Drake? Yeah, listen back. Yeah, he, he <laughs> quoted Drake, yeah. So to say, Rob, about. from any more embarrassment, man, we're going to go ahead and get into these reviews because we have a whole lot of them. Um, so we're going to shift it to segment three. Don't do it. The VCU <laughs> review. <laughs> hey, how was my James? That, that was good? perfect. That was perfect, wasn't it? Sound just right. like him. All right, fellas. So we got we got three reviews. Y'all let me know. Y'all can take them in any order y'all want. We got them from Amazon Prime. We have not talked about it. Well, we talked about it. We haven't reviewed it. We got Without Remorse, obviously, that just came out two weeks ago, Amazon Prime. And we have the season finale of Snowfall. And let's just go in that order because them is so deep. You know what I mean? Let's just kick it off, uh, rip the oh, band aid, no. and then oh, if, oh, no. end if with Snowfall. With, man, if we start, if we start with note. them, we might not. If we start with them, we might not get to nothing else, bro. You think so? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> well, y'all just, why don't we just call it the Let Love Cook segment? Because you know he about to get all complex on us and stuff. He, <laughs> Love getting ready to teach a whole course in, in, in what he saw in this show. So, Love, why don't you go ahead and tell us how you felt about them, man? We'll get through it. I don't, I don't know if but my no, blackness can let me I'm gonna be down for I'm going to dumb it down for the Jonathans of the world. You Thank know? you. Thank you. <laughs> um, appreciate we, we appreciate the, you for that. Okay, cool. <laughs> the, the, I thought them was like a very, very... So like, I thought it was a very welcome surprise. Like I, I really walked into it thinking, all right, this is gonna be a knockoff. Uh, us, J- Jordan Peele, sort of try yeah, to give us these little too. cheap scares and creepiness, mm-hmm. undertones under racism and uh, period piece or whatever. But very quickly within the first two episodes, you know, it was uh, a lot more, um, a lot more introspective into the sort of dynamic of sort of living as a minority, um, particularly a black family moving into, you know, rural America. And I just, man, I just started seeing these creepy scares, uh, great acting, uh, Deborah Arende. I mean, (laughs) it wasn't like we just victims and we got to figure out how to navigate this space. It was like, nah, we would all the smoke. Like, and that, that turned me on (laughs) to the show a lot more. Man, so once I, once I knew that that was sort of the angle that this family was working under, mm-hmm. it just kind of went uphill from there. Yeah, Mom, that was you know the highlight for me, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before before we get into that, just we need to pause a little bit longer for Deborah Oyerende. Thank you, Lord. Give her a moment. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to And shout out Debbie Allen. If you don't know, you don't know. Shout out Debbie Allen, too. Tiana, you safe, but she right on your ass. Literally. So she could have got a golf clap. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, the acting in this was so good. And her particularly, she conveyed so much just with her face 
in certain scenes, like, yeah, you know, did. from horror to surprise to anger. And she would literally change on a dime. And I would be like, man, I know exactly what she's feeling, exactly what she's thinking. And she didn't even have to say a word. Like, um, so just the acting in this and shout outs to, I mean, they had um, a multitude of directors and I don't know if y'all noticed, but Ty West that did VHS and a lot of those indie horrors um, films. Uh, I can't remember what the other yeah. the, the name of some of his other ones were, but he was the director on it. But the cinematography was beautiful too, man. There yeah. were some definite scenes in it that um, just looked great. Even the way that they would splash up the um, credits and the um, title uh, shots in each episode, I thought was great. But Ashley Thomas, who I don't know if y'all watched it. I, I call it a uh, Black 24, but it was 24 Legacy. Um, that's the mm-hmm. first time I saw him. Oh, is he was Dr. in Dre? that. Yeah, with Dr. Dre. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, what's his name from uh, Walking Dead? He was at Walking Dead too. I had one of the worst braided wig um, dreads <laughs> ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was he? Yeah, 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 he was. Man, I, can't I like that what... you brought up the fact that Deborah had to pivot in her acting and stuff like that because oh, I felt great. like the show did that a lot. Like, yeah, like you would see them encounters of mental right. illness, like going on with the husband and with her. Yeah, yeah. so and, like. And, and... And I just was be, impressed by them sort of taking the angle of yeah. like, nah, man, this ain't easy stuff people be going yeah. through. Like, this yeah. is real, real trauma. Like, And not so. to be downplayed, Ashley Pill, um, who was in Scott Pilgrim, uh, she was the drummer in Sex for Bomb, but she did a great yeah. job too, portraying that crazy OG Karen oh, that she didn't did. want yeah, I, anybody I moving her. to Compton. Yeah. I did too. Um, she was in a show, y'all probably it, didn't watch it, but it was on FX called Devs. Um, it was a, it was, it was a computer based thing and it was kind of by the same guy that did, um, damn man, what, what's the, the name of the movie? It, it'll come to me, man. But, um, Hey Kern, why are you letting James take fact check a job like that, bro? Cause he rolling so quick before I could get to one point, he went to another. I'm ready. Give us a fact, with, man. with the, the AI. Give us a fact. John, the it was the same guy. The innkeepers and in oh, a valley yes. of dollars, James. The house nice. of the devil. That's what you were They're like for. battling. Uh, <laughs> okay, I have to ask you guys. I have to ask you guys. How would you convince me to watch this show? What is it about? I don't get it. Don't you watch it. I, I would actually. I would, I would have encouraged you to watch it in the dark. <laughs> no, it's, I just saw a little girl so, going into the closet. That was it. So, yeah. uh, Rob, this is this is the the thing. I I don't like horror movies. I hate horror. Just, just like you don't. I I can deal with it a little better than you can though. Makes but, me cry. I, I did find myself every single episode of this show at one point or the other. I was like, what the fuck does Law What is it? It, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey. but the show is excellent. When what I is it about? Show, I don't know what it's about. Excellent. It's about a black Google. family in the 50s moving into a white neighborhood that has never had a black family there. Oh, that's scary. Excellent. That's about that's, all he can, yeah, you can digest. Right. Yeah. Leave it oh, and, and I was yeah. thinking ex and, machina. And the, the irony, the irony, did did the irony hit home so well for everybody else that they moved into Compton? Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so look, look, I'm gonna just do a little a little brief reveal, and because this is funny, because to that point, dang, uh, I'm from Capitol Heights, right? So I'm gonna go ahead and let people right. know that Capitol Heights, Heights yeah. burned, right? But if you know anything about the history of that town, it used to be called Coral Hills. If I give yeah. you my address and you put Coral Hills as a city, the mail will still come there because the white people used to live there and it was beautiful as the suburbs and it was Coral Hills. Man, After you did, they moved to the Heights, for real? That turned into the Heights. Yes, That's sir. dangerous. That's history. 
And that's the same thing. It happened. This is real life. Yeah. I think that's what I know of- most about this is like, this is really what gentrification looked like the opposite way. And then when they got all the black people there, that's exactly what happened. We don't want to be here in this town anymore. So we want to yeah. move out of Compton. Isn't that yeah, crazy? Yeah. But it also yeah. captured redlining too. If Absolutely. Y'all, if y'all recognize it, they did. did capture yeah. the, the situation at the bank and, and the yeah. sort of the, the, you know, the unethical like handle behind how they right. just did us with the loans and all and that. No so that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, there were a yeah. lot of good themes in it. Like, did y'all catch those? Like, you know, um, again, dealing with, you know, and they always the quote unquote angry black man, but they actually got into, hey, well, this is why this guy's angry. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. he was a war veteran. But, he's not being respected at his job. He's coming home and, yeah, and dealing with so, neighbors, mental illness. So I wanted to ask y'all, I wanted to check my interpretation, right? So, so first, let me just say that they were all being haunted by some respective spirit Correct. that was sort of touching right. on their insecurities and vulnerabilities. Yep. And, right. and the husband in particular had the tap dance man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can't be serious. Th- one of the scariest things I've seen that on TV or a movie. The tap dance man. That's a yes, real name. Yes. It was yes. scary. That's man. that's what he was cast as. And you know, sort of you look at the, the credit. They had a movie about tap dance man. They never referred to him as that in the show. Um, but, but what, I mean, he has this inner dialogue yeah. with him. And so my interpretation yeah. was he was being haunted by are you gonna be sort of an Uncle Tom? Mm-hmm. And keep shocking and jiving, or are you gonna really just kind of do what they de- like? Give these people what they deserve. You gonna stand up for your though. family? You That's wasn't it. there the first when you needed. They needed you, right? And so, that dilemma so, is oftentimes something black men have to deal with in the corporate Not oftentimes. Space. Not oftentimes, sir. Uh, All the time. So that was yes, sir. Oh, very, very often. But well, if that, you're a thug in the street, I'm, you, I'm ain't, you ain't dealing with that conflict. That's true. Heights. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm reformed. I the tap that. <laughs> Uh, tap dance man didn't actually scare me. That was probably the one oh, okay. bad mm-hmm. guy that didn't scare me. Maybe because I I'm used to having them types of thoughts in my head. <laughs> yeah, but it definitely attack. But that's the one thing for me, man. Like I don't know. Like I didn't have a lot of the scares. Like some of the imagery was scary in that bus scene when the black hat man popped up. Oh yeah. But for the most yeah. part, I felt that the scares were few and far between. But I liked how they used the scares like everybody had their their demon, like Lauf was saying, the tap dance man for him. Yeah. And then, you know, the daughter, you know, she had beauty issues. But it yeah. was, and, yeah. and the little girl was the education system. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, that wasn't scary to y'all, the teacher? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, but yeah, she that, didn't, that, they didn't that pop up much, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think it was ominous because she kept talking about it. And yeah. it, it wasn't a until the, at the end when it popped up, but it was it was very ominous the way she kept talking about it because you knew something was there. Yeah, yeah. I love and that they, little girl, man. That little yeah. girl, she set it off, man. She did. Yeah. Yeah. I like, so I like the whole cast. or the daughter. Yeah, yeah, the little daughter, the, the youngest daughter, the youngest, oh, the youngest daughter. daughter. I like, I liked all of them. I like, yeah. I think they all, even the girl from us. I think she did a good job. I, I know right. that she did. You know, we we were worried about it because she was attached to that other property, but right. I, I think she did a great job. Yeah. I think and for me personally. The hardest thing for me personally, the hardest thing to watch in this show was episode five. Yeah, was that cat in the bag? That was yeah, that was cat in the bag. That was that was I almost I almost had to like text mom like, dude, what the hell you got me watching, bro? <laughs> bro, but that lady who played in that role, oh, she's always, always playing great. roles like that. She is yeah. terrifying. Even her teeth missing and stuff. She that is. Jones just 
Oh my yeah. god, dog. Yeah, she is yeah. great in everything. Like, yes, she's always scary. Yes. Yeah, was she in the walking dead? Don't let what James laugh make y'all her? think it's light, but uh <laughs> oh, it's not light at <laughs> all. I, I had laughing the, at that was a, that was it was not light at all. That's the roughest thing I had to watch since 12 years of slave. Mm, yeah, it definitely wow. was dark. Oh, but, but y'all, but y'all got a problem with me being Wolverine and scenes like that. Y'all don't want to be Wolverine when that when y'all see that scene. <laughs> y'all want to be Mac. Y'all want to go in as perhaps. Nah, I just thought it was short sighted. I thought it was short sighted. Like, but yeah. but do you, man? I'm just saying. saying. Um, wasn't she like um she was in Breaking Bad, man? Remember she was like the meth head that dropped the um that's what refrigerator yes. on her boyfriend's head, and yes. Jesse was in there, or it was a safe? It was a safe. Safe. Yeah, that's what I remember her from, man. Mm. And she always like, but she's just always in little scary movies. Like she can't be anything but terrifying. Yes, <laughs> it's just not possible. Dale Dickey, but, shout out to Dale Dickey. That's her name. She is but, absolutely terrifying. Yeah, she's great. Hella high water. She hella was high water. Yeah. But um, one of the things about that, and it just really again, and and that's when it felt like a horror movie because you know horror movies are over over the top a little bit to like have this Roman vagabond racist family baby killers to just pop up at the wrong time and then disappear and like it didn't seem like they were ever found or located or anything uh was again one of those horror themes that we see a lot that was kind of over the top but we rarely see children victimized in that way especially an infant um but you know, me and Loft, yeah. we always go back, man. We, I guess we're desensitized at this point because we've been watching horror movies since we were kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that would always pop up and just her yelling cat in the bag over over again. I, I couldn't help but just lose it. My wife was looking at me like I was a lunatic. And I'm like, man, I'm sorry, but this is so <laughs> all lunatic. <laughs> that was so over the day. That's but how they're know, depressing James, and dealing with their feelings. They're trying yeah. to make light of a very but serious you know, situation right there. The, the show actually had like three different things that I felt was just sort of um, sort of like skipped over and like, like kind of like, why did y'all throw that in there if y'all was just gonna move through it so quick. Yeah, right. It was one, him killing the police officer. My, my man, hold yeah, up, stay uh, right there. Oh, let's okay. talk about my it first. Let's, okay. Let's, let's stay, let's talk about it. Cause I'm with you the same my way. Man. I'm like, I thought he was supposed to toe the line and not cross it. And in that moment he crossed the line. Yeah. But then you, you sitting right out in a public space with houses, residential homes. And it seems like nobody responds. You know, I can't stand bad writing. Yeah. So I'm like, why even do that? You know what I mean? Like why let that happen? Right. And I thought at some point the consequences were going to sort of catch up to him, but cool. like that didn't happen. And then um, I also thought sort of the, the, the guy that was really interested in uh, OG Karen, you know, and ended up kidnapping right. her. Like that whole thing was kind of like, what? Weird. Like, exactly. what, how did we that, get that here? The and then it things. just kind of had like a climax to it. And it was like, right. I wanted a more sinister <laughs> yeah. death for her. I kind of wanted yeah. a more satisfying revenge on it. But it's funny because yeah. my take on that loft was that again, one of oh, a lot of the themes that we see, like her demon, and it wasn't a monster, but was basically with white men. Like society yeah. at that time, yeah. you deal with those themes, and you're this strong woman that feels like she should be the community leader, feels like she should be the breadwinner. And every time she tried to step up from her father to her husband to this random guy that she tried to, you know, the milkman, my man from uh, True Blood pops up and they all took advantage of her and kind of 
took away yeah, her power. I, I had the same sort of, um, I, I had the same conclusion, but I had a little bit different context. Mm. So I, I took it as in general that oftentimes you see, um, you know, Karens aren't necessarily white women, but more than often the videos will be white women. And it's just like white women having these sort of like, you want to police black people out your neighborhoods and you worrying about black men being a threat and black women being a threat. Whole time, white men are victimizing y'all. Like, right. white men are doing things that don't, they don't vote in your interest. They don't, right. you know, they they sort of have all of these different things that they do to you. But you worrying about us. Like, you worrying right. about what we doing instead of worrying about the stuff that's really, yeah. like, you know, yeah, sort of really against you or hurting yeah. you. And that's why we see sort of these things today and these themes, man. It's funny. And we always go back to, like, the crabs in the barrel thing. But... You always try to victim. Well, I'm I'm a victim, so I'm gonna take advantage of somebody else that has hurt less people, power hurt than people. me. Yep, nope. hurt yeah. people, hurt people, and yep. and that's exactly kind of what it is. And that's why it was like, man, one of the most passionate, vocal people in the neighborhood was actually a victim herself. And you would think that there would be some sort of um, um, synergy between the two. Um, you know, she wanted to be a mother, couldn't be. You know what I mean? That's there was right. a lot in common that they could have found, but but because um, hurt people hurt people, she refused to give the family across the street any type of, because that was her only power. Like she yeah. wanted to be more, couldn't be more. It's the Cersei Lannister thing, man. Here you are, you think you can be the queen and you know, your brother that doesn't want it is getting it. Your freaking um, uh, little person brother is is before you and you're like, hey, I'm, I'm smarter, I'm better, but because I'm not a man, I'm not taking over, so. It, it was it's very much misdirected hatred, man, and that's and yep. that that was the issue. She was she was dealing with her own demons that she yeah. couldn't settle, and so she's taking because yeah. she started taking out. Remember, she pours uh, sugar down her uh, neighbor's car okay. yep. gas tank and yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Yep. Like she was really hating. so. So all in all, what do y'all think overall for for them? Um, it's definitely something I would recommend, but I guess scale of one to ten, where y'all putting it at? Um, I gave it an eight. Yeah. yeah, so I, I would say with Loft, and I don't know what Loft's third, third, third comment was, point, but where it fell a little bit for me was mostly the ghostly part. Like right at the end when yep. the flame kind of went across the street, it was like, y'all went too far. Like it really should have oh, okay. been isolated to the family, not where everybody else could yeah. experience it now. Because now yeah. you got to explain yeah. that to me. That don't right. make sense. Right. That could just happen, right? Yeah. And so I had I had a problem with that. It reminded me of his house. I wanted to give that another shout out because that was was actually a Netflix film that was pretty now good. That was scary. With the hunting, <laughs> the hunting part of aspect of it was similar to his house. So y'all should yeah. watch that as well. But they um, were both. I think both of them. I, don't, I think we can't undersell how both of them. I think are really supposed to be symbolic. Right. Yeah. I mean, obvious. Absolutely. It was obvious in his house. Like his house even sort of gave you that conclusion at the end. Yeah, this joint to your to your point with the fire and stuff, it, it wouldn't be as clear, especially for a layman just watching it. Exactly, they, they wouldn't necessarily sort of understand. But I, I think there's probably a lot of symbolism in there that we may not know until maybe some director explains it to us or something. Right on. But a, but eight sounds about right. Eight eight and a half for me, definitely. Uh, no, you didn't watch it. Give it, it a zero. <laughs> you didn't watch it. It sounds James. frightening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was with I, eight. I, and oh, go ahead, Dan. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I'm probably eight and a half, but I probably feel stronger about my eight and a half than you might. My only flaw was that they didn't do a good enough job explaining how she now knows how to fight. 
Well, if you're eight and a half, I'm a they, nine. They they implied they implied that you know she had the ability to resist it, but there was never an aha moment. This is what I have to do. It was just like she woke up and then suddenly she could just like you said make the flame come. She could fight all it. She could shut the spirit down no matter what. Like she just walked in a room and just basically could talk the spirit away. And yeah, I, I, I feel like a little, a little oh, I'm sorry, more off of that. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. Um, and part of the reason, and I, I don't want to forego this opportunity, like why sort of jump back up to an eight is because different things sort of brought it down a notch. But man, just the explanation of how the haunting began, having a whole episode yeah. that explained it and just sort of the spiritual implications of the man in the black hat was so yeah. dope to me. Yeah, And it yeah, was, was like, it really had a dope explanation and backstory, which I think added a lot of credibility to sort of like, the overall story of what we was watching because it gave it a whole nother layer. And, yeah, uh, it pissed, you know, that, it, that episode pissed me the hell off. But yeah. 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 James. Yeah. On those, I'm going to go with an eight. For me, I just wanted more scares. I did like that episode. And I was going to say, I think that's what they were trying to um, use that episode to kind of explain. And, and the way that I thought about it is somehow she was like a direct descendant of that family or lineage or she was able to interpret the curse because the black hat man did it multiple times say you're you're able to resist me it was kind of like a one-off line but somehow she was she was kind of able to fight and i think that either she was a part of that bloodline or because of the curse she was able to um channel the curse that um that original family place because remember she burnt up the town somehow at the end when she started cursing right. them and that was another brutal scene man where they poked the eyes out man <laughs> oh jesus there yeah was, that's what dane was saying this wasn't horrific in the fact like scares like they kind of use some of the spiritual like um you know creepy ghosts and stuff at some points but i wish they had focused on it more that's why i think the material and the acting brings it to an eight but the 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 scares when I'm in it for horror, I kind of want to see some horror stuff, but there was a lot of cringeworthy mo- moments, kind of like hereditary and midsummer. Like the, again, we go back to the cat in the bag and the eye poking scene. There was definitely moments where like, man, this is so uncomfortable and you're just waiting for it to end. And it just doesn't end. It goes on and on. So I think they took some of the finer points from some of those movies. Um, I can't remember the, the guy's name that did um, hereditary Ari something, but he, he, he seems to like those kind of uncomfortable, painful um, scares. And that's kind of what this did. It, it put it in your face and like you couldn't really turn away from some of the pain that black people have experienced. And they did it historically mm-hmm. and currently, like even some of the conversations like that he was having with his boss and stuff, they were uncomfortable. And it was like, damn, man, this is weird. There were moments of dead silence in the conversations. It was just... Uh-huh. And, and that's where the actors did a great job because of so much was conveyed just through facial um, emotion. It wasn't necessarily words. That's Ari Aster. That's Ari, Ari Aster. Yep. Yeah. Ari something. Right on. But, right uh, on. But yeah, go go check it out if you haven't seen it along the lines with like Lovecraft and these other other black films we 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 reviewed here. Um, this better is than Lovecraft. Sorry. I said it's better than Lovecraft. It, but it that's is a, better than Lovecraft. That's a fact. Much better than Lovecraft. That's so you might want check to check out. them out. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of uncomfortable silences. 
So let, let's get to something a little bit more fun, a little bit more light, uh, uh, without remorse. So Ooh. everyone has had the opportunity to check this out, right? We, we're not. Oh, yeah. Anyone? Not? Okay. Different level Rob, of acting watch than we just discussed. No, probably um, not. I seen a preview there and Michael go. P. Jordan is the man. There you go. Why are you saying I'm constipated, dog? Whoever that is. Right. Right. Without without remorse. So let's say the James. Go ahead. You kick this one off. Because oh, I know man. You I, I hate to be the one to kick it off. because no, when you do. First, it. I want me... you to be Captain Cynicism today. <laughs> first, let me say I enjoyed the movie for what it was, but I ultimately was disappointed. It had a lot of good actors, a lot of recognizable faces. It had good writers. But, man, I don't know. Michael B. Jordan and... um. Jody, Jody Turner you, Smith. I oh, swear that they, they they must have rehearsed their lines together, or because there were some <laughs> moments in that where they were like, <laughs> "I'm putting." I blame all of that on her because I felt like he was better when she wasn't on the screen. Maybe, but there was some, yeah. definitely some moments where the acting was subpar, and even hmm. moments where the plot was kind of like, "Ah, uh, that was kind of dope," but it could have been better. And it goes back to what we were saying earlier in the show with Invincible. Sometimes translating. Um, books to TV mm. or books to movies doesn't always streamline because Tom Clancy's the man and a lot of people were disappointed that this didn't translate well. It kind of just became a James, cookie cutter. James, action. we already know why this didn't translate well though, brother. Because it wasn't written for a black man in that role in the first place. Mm. Or a woman but they didn't necessarily his, focus or a woman on being his, his lieutenant, his, his first commander, well, right? That, yeah, I that didn't see just, that. Yeah, I saw her. I definitely felt like that role was not written for a black woman. Right. Uh, it definitely was a conflict. Like it just didn't gel. There was no synergy with her and that connection with that role. She didn't come off as like, you know, as, as someone who come from the military. She didn't. She wasn't an A type personality, not to sort of generalize people like that, but she just didn't connect. And I don't think that was the same issue for him. Like I thought he fulfilled that role just like anybody else that would get one of these roles. It wasn't convincing to me. And almost at times, almost thought they were going to become love interests, like when they were kind of like looking at each other, yeah. holding hands. That's, I thought yeah, that's he what was I kept kiss thinking. Him before he, you know what I mean? It just got weird. It was like, oh y'all didn't y'all didn't have that type of energy right there. I'm like, well then y'all didn't get in that scene what you were intending to get out of it because I really thought y'all was about to get intimate there for a moment. I think there might be a, a different explanation for why there was sort of a subpar uh, component to this movie. Um, I actually don't agree in terms of. Like y'all review of how like I have, I'm more I seal it more favorably, but I, I think that too. this joint has some issues because of COVID. Like mm. at the very beginning of the movie, all the sets were on a stage, like a they were on a studio stage, like they were built sets instead of being like on location. Yeah. And I feel like that was either because of COVID, and, and maybe it isn't, but I felt like in generally in movies like this, they're on location. Right. Like they're in real oh, warehouses yeah. or, you know, they're it really out COVID, in the field. Well, we don't know what Amazon's budget was like, but COVID wouldn't have changed the fact that he said stuff. They were Russian military, but you knew that. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, but Amazon bought this movie. Yeah, Amazon like, budget is they, sick. Yeah, they had already made this joint. Right. And that's why I was a little disappointed because that's what I thought. I, it didn't feel big budget. It definitely felt like a, a streaming movie. It was good. And we're focusing on the bad. We'll get to some of the good, but. Man, I just couldn't get past Michael Michael B. Jordan's acting. Like sometimes he goes into like you know how athletes sound when they're acting, like their voices are too deep and it sounds like they're reading. Sometimes he does that, and he'll be like, "Yo, you know what time it is?" And this is like, "Come on, man, I know you can do better." And right. it's, it's, it's 
it's almost like if he don't have that right director that inspires him or I don't know, it, it's something missing, but he can't, he, he, he is he capable. He the new Will Smith, man. If he ain't studying the, the no. real, real life person for a year, maybe that's it. <laughs> then you get the same type of uh, acting no. every time. Will Smith ain't the greatest actor in the world. He just makes great movies. Yeah, yeah. So what was yeah. some of the good for y'all, man? I definitely like the action. Um, I did like um, that they had a lot of actors. I was just like, man, one thing it did convey to me, and it's funny, man, I was out on my run. And all I could think is like, man, if somebody wanted to take me out, it's just so easy, man. That scene when they he, they started mowing down the team and dude was yeah. taking out his uh, recycling or, you oh, know, the traditional right. Right. The light, they jump out the back. But if somebody really want to get you and, and they take the time James, to set it up, man, they got you. Yeah, James and John. Yeah, I'm sure both of y'all riding around every day now thinking that same thing. Like, yep. <laughs> I'm looking right now. Crap. What would I do? <laughs> right. <laughs> Always yeah. got that in the back of your head. Uh, you can't help it. <laughs> so I, I liked I liked the fact that this is not the super action hero where he can get shot three times and he just eats the bullets yeah. and yeah. nothing bothers him. Like he was limping. He had to go to rehab. Like, you know, and, and that is sort of, you know, traditional of the, the, the characters in sort of these Tom Clancy movies. You know, they're not always just superheroes and stuff like that. So I, I like that they kept that consistent with Michael B. Jordan's character, John Kelly. Also love the fact that in the opportunities where we got to see him in action, he was dope. Like it was about yeah. his ability to sort of have heart and be a real hero, put his life on the line for the, for the team and, you know, put himself in harm's way. But, you know, some of the things he did was kind of dope. Like, yeah. you know, I was really impressed. So Man, I like one of the I like things Michael James, B does I like well. That they got action. away from. Sorry, go ahead. That's one of the things he does well is action. But Lav, you you notice he went to rehab and all that, but he ain't lose no abs. <laughs> I, I missed the gym for two weeks, man. I'm walking around like Will Smith in his Instagram, but <laughs> this guy got yeah. shot multiple times. Oh, that, that's James, so then you just you just destroyed my point. I was getting ready to say <laughs> at least they fixed some of the cliches. You know what I mean? Like he didn't just arbitrarily be good the next day would appear yep. on screen actually showed yeah. some time lapse or yeah. try to infer that um also the airplane scene was dope oh, because we just thought good. we were gonna see yeah. the navy seal dive out the plane yep. like every other film but no they get shot down like i thought that was I pretty like that. cool yeah. and un unexpected so I, I appreciate that they went away from that i like the jail fighting scene right yeah that's what <laughs> right. dudes do you know that you, you dope. Yeah. piss all the co's off you clog up the sink and Flush the toilet a thousand times. You got water coming all down the damn cell. They pissed and angry. So they coming in with the boys, right? That's exactly how they do it. Now, they wouldn't have stopped. You know what I mean? They'd have brought more than three people, too. But for what it was worth, you know what I'm saying? I thought that was a good scene. Plus, Rob, if he watched it, he would have saw Michael P. Jordan with his shirt off. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's Speaking inspiration. Of, I like the um, assassination scene, too. Now, was it Dulles? He went up to Dulles. Uh, I wouldn't. That yeah. probably isn't super yeah. realistic, but I right. thought it was dope. How You know, yeah. he the tow truck and, and boxed him in and then set the car on fire and jumped in. That's when it yeah. kind of got shaky because he started saying them lines. <laughs> but John, yeah. I mean, but James, like, that's another thing. Like, I've never seen that before. I've never exactly. seen true, that yeah. particular sort of, like, um, you know, sort of scene play out where you get in the car after you light it on fire. Right. So that was kind of dope. Yeah, I thought that was all the action um, was good. I, I like the fact that the CIA uh, operative was sort of a curveball that made you believe, yeah, he definitely in on it. 
Right. Yeah. And then he wasn't. So like, if you can do that with me after all the movies that I've seen and all of the different clues that I pick up on, I give you, I give you props for that. Well, I will say this live. I predicted that the senator was gonna be a be an asshole. Like he 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 had asshole punchable face yeah. from the very start oh, yeah. when he came yeah, he in. Did. He did like a jerk. <laughs> Coming so, from Captain Anal. So so one and of the things I went to all of y'all. Sorry, John. Guy, Guy Pierce is always in a bad guy, man. He like you said, he's got bad exactly. guy face. Except Memento, which even Memento, he ended up. He being looked a bad like a guy. villain. He actually was <laughs> behaving exactly. like a bad guy if you really think about it. Yeah, he's just going <laughs> killing people now for revenge. So, <laughs> go ahead, Lafa. What was your question? Oh no, nah, I was just going to ask if y'all saw the after credit scene too. Yeah, yeah I watched it. Yeah, Rainbow. So, yeah, <laughs> excited so, about that. Now they yeah, gonna that, do that, close that kind of sights me too. Right, you think they're gonna do close quarters rainbow? Like, but he said worldwide, so it ain't gonna. I don't think it's gonna be. I mean, is that I what the know. traditional like, writing I, is? James, to me, I think it's going into Rainbow Six, which is also yeah. a novel. So, right, I, I just thought it was dope and a video game. You know, because yeah. Rainbow Six, yeah, but Rainbow Six does primarily focus on John Clark, which is his name now. Um, so the fact that he have a team, it just kind of sets him up for like more of these movies. And again, who else we got, man? <laughs> Like, right. you know, if we can get that, you know, the black super action hero, man, movement and have him getting sequels and stuff, I'm all for it. Maybe, the maybe they'll, with a better budget, no coronavirus, maybe they'd be able to take that up a notch. He's going to be the black Jason Bourne. Yeah, pretty much. Now, so, so there's my question. Now, who was more threatening for you if they was coming to get you? Would you be more afraid of this John Clark or Jason Bourne or somebody else? I'm just curious because... When I start thinking of special ops types guys, he you got to put him on the list, but he's probably not at the top of mind. Nah, yeah. these Marcus dudes. Focus. Gonna, I know I'm gone with <laughs> anybody, but yeah, these guys are gonna take me out in a humane way. Right. Yeah. I'm one, scared one shot of Anton. Head, right? I'm scared of Anton. Anton Sugar. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> who I don't want. What is, what is, what hey, is well, Anton? at least he gave you a coin flip. No, no country. <laughs> no country. Oh, oh yeah. Anton Sugar, so, he gave you the coin flip, so you so, got a chance. So here's my here's my here's my list, Law. So I got Vincent Vega and Jules uh, Winfield first at ten, right? I don't want them looking for me. I got Chris Parthlow and Snoop at number nine. I don't want them looking for me. So you got gangsters <laughs> oh, yeah. and wire. Yeah, I got to put some gangsters on the list. What the hell? Why not? <laughs> I got Leonard Smalls at number eight. I don't want Leonard Smalls looking for me. Who know who Leonard Smalls is? Rob know who Leonard Smalls is, right? Raising Arizona, come on, man. Oh, yeah. Demon oh, I'm bike. killing him. <laughs> Leonard the beast. Leonard showing up loud as I don't know what. <laughs> Dirty as and out of place. <laughs> and obvious as hell, right? Right. <laughs> I, I think I I think I might get Jules, too. I got, well, yeah. You, you talk be. too much. You do. Right, I got, that's all I was going to say. They give you time. I got Ant- with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> now they shot. <laughs> Just distract him. I, I got Anton at number seven. Yeah, that's my man. I got Vincent from Collateral at number six. You don't want Vincent looking for you. Nah, you don't. Nah, I don't. Unless you're driving him around. <laughs> Unless you drive him around, you okay. Vincent gets you in the club. He gets you it. wherever. <laughs> I got Manuel Contras from 000 at number five. I don't want Manuel looking for me. He a bad boy. Okay. I got Leon from The Professional yeah. at number four. He's black. Not a good look. He's black. Nah. Leon? I got, I, I got Alejandro from Sicario at number three. You don't want Alejandro. I don't want him coming for me either. Nah. At all. Jason Bourne again, got... He waterboards you, tortures you. Yeah, I don't... 
it's not a good just look. Just kill me. Just kill me. Man, Alejandro <laughs> might just say, I'm killing your family too. Right. 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 I got I got Jason Bourne at two. He's not my top dog. That he is mm-hmm. number two, though. He's right there. The, the worst person would be Christian Wolf at number one. You don't want Christian Wolf looking for you. Who the hell is Christian Wolf? There you go. He, he worked out and sell crabs. Who is he? No, man. <laughs> we were just talking about him earlier when James said he wanted him to cross over to MCU. Yeah, y'all don't know not. who Christian Wolf is? No. The accountant. The accountant, man. Come on, y'all. Get y'all game up. Nah, hold up. Hold up. We I told you I, I, oh, no, I might be able to flash some movie. flashing lights at him. That drive right. might mess him up. <laughs> right. Or get him something to count and drop a whole lot. Of <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> oh, this is that problem, bro. <laughs> I just knocked over this puzzle. <laughs> Let's fix it. <laughs> nah, they're good at math, so he probably figured that out in two seconds. I just need to give him something else to be distracted. Uh, we missing somebody yeah, give else. Give him a hug. That'll mess the account up. <laughs> who who are we missing, Rob? I'm looking for the stage name, but I can't find it. Uh, we're missing the girl from Snowfall, like the the one that got her child killed. I ain't scared of her. Right? Yeah. Why not? Man, she did voodoo and gave him. Like, you worried about her coming after you? Yes, she's scary. Her and Scully, they they, they terrible together. Scully was scary just because he was so crazy, but like. Man, I don't, man, I wasn't worried about them stripper girls. Them nope. feminine wiles wouldn't have worked on me. <laughs> she was taking them out. Ammonia. So I, I guess, man, segment three, since Rob just going. <laughs> right. Rob's going to shift right into segment Rob, three. Rob, you've been dying to uh, review this joint. Go ahead. Oh, this only thing you watched. Okay, watch yeah, it. Right. What's Finally, what's something Rob watched. What, what's your thoughts on season four of Snowfall, Rob? Oh, my goodness. I never thought any movie would top what's called Minutes of Society. Never thought it. What's the show? It's not this a is show. a show, so it had but a lot more to it, work with. It felt like a movie. But uh, Minutes of Society, oh my God, this is like there. This is there, man. It was perfect. It was perfect to show us how the CIA move. I didn't know they were real to have a conversation with you guys. Just deep, man. Deep. I feel like Malcolm X when I leave that. You know, put the remote, put the remote oh, down. Is I feel like Malcolm. Man. I mean, again, it is fictional. There is a lot of stuff that they, you know, embellish on. You, how you watch a show about drug, the drug, a drug, sort of like the, the community being destroyed by drugs, and and think feel like Malcolm X when you leave? Because I feel you like I was it. right. I was right. You was right Something about was what? Right. Something was wrong. Something was, was wrong. Right. You was right that something was wrong. I was right that and something that, was wrong. And that made you feel like Malcolm X. Yep. I stand All right, button, so, so button what naked by my window with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so what you think about season four, Love? Oh, I, I liked it a lot. You know what I mean? It's pretty much like, you know, you get what you what you expect from Snowfall. Um, I, I, I will say this, to, just to be brief. I think we love Snowfall because we love the characters. I think they introduced yeah. some more amazing characters who had yes. a great sort of, um, you know, sort of, they introduced some great issues with some new characters with Scully yeah. and just like different people Man that Boy. we hadn't been introduced to before. We got yeah. to see Man Boy elevated and more involved. And I thought that was also great about this season. However, towards the end, I felt like, yeah, we got to wrap this up. Like it's, <laughs> It's really just sort of in, in some ways it's everything is unraveling to the point where, you know, if you know a little bit about history, it's probably one more season at best. Like, and, and, you know, I think that's what they should do. 
I mean, after yeah, this, I, get... I'm wondering. I'm wondering. They they already got season five on deck. I'm wondering how far do they go? I feel like the way that this is going, like the show is going to finish with some kind of time jump, like 20 years in the future, and you're going to still see like that town, Compton or, or South, you know, Los Angeles ravaged by drugs and like showed it. Nothing changed or something like that at this so point. So you think. So you think that's going to happen with season five, or you think no? That's I'm, I'm thinking. I'm talking. I'm talking about further. like. I'm talking about like the closeout scene. Let's say season five is it. Like mm-hmm. the closeout scene of season five will be. You know, they'll give us our ending, and then they'll do some kind of like flash forward to like if say Franklin survives when Franklin's an old man still sitting in the neighborhood and seeing kids selling drugs and stuff, and he like shaking his head like the game's still going. It, it still ain't ain't nothing changed. Yeah. So I, yeah, I but just it's I feel like it's gonna so. be it's gonna turn into like an anthology type of thing in the fifth season. It, it's going because cause now they gotta talk about what's going on in Little Rock. I and, don't know how and I think that's going dinosaurs. And I think that's I think that's gonna lead to how it spreads across the country rather than just dealing with Franklin. Yeah, I think they made Franklin more sinister in this season so that yeah. you could stop rooting for him and get prepared. Yeah. You know, movies often will do this, they will yeah make someone that's a character they don't want you to sort of feel bad for or sympathize with, they'll make them more sinister so that when they get their justice or whatever, you oftentimes can accept it and you don't hate the movie or you don't hate the show. And I feel like they're doing that with Franklin on purpose, deliberately, so that the next season, when things begin to fall apart and Mm -hmm. he begins to sort of reap what he's sown, you, we don't necessarily, because we all love Franklin. So it's like, you got to yeah. separate us from those feelings to be able to sort yeah. of embrace the show when they do that. I think yeah. that's exactly what they did at the end when he put the cane down. Mm-hmm. I think that was that was the point of that whole scene. Yeah. But, but to me, you jumped the whole gun. Like, for him to be older and just watching the drug trade, we grew up in an era where it was literally the murder game. It was just beyond crazy. Robbery and murders was just a thing. It wasn't big time drug dealing like the '80s, you know. So what? I think he can go in that avenue. When did when did when did you when? grow up? In the, the '70s. <laughs> I was born 1999, so I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, it could have swore big time drug dealing was in the '90s. No, it was in the '80s. Oh, okay. Late 80s. To me, it was the '80s. I it's, saw it started. It started in the late '80s, which is be, what is being depicted in this show, and it right. it was mostly in the '90s, like Lop said. So, okay, well, so when Tupac died, you, you trying to tell, and that was a lot of murders during that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Law, feel me? Milk that titty, boy. <laughs> what? No, just yeah, man, I think one of the key it. aspects of this show is again writing is key. I think the writing dipped a little bit, but then rebounded well towards the finale. But I kind of felt what Law was saying, but the acting, man, like. They all do such a a, a great job, man. They from do. you know, Indeed. Damson, um, uh, even the guy that played Teddy, man. They, they gave these characters a lot more to work with, man. Leon, an uh, actor to play him, um, Isaiah John. He, like, you kind of saw what they were going through because they had a lot more emotions to go through. Like, you know what I mean? Killing a kid for Leon was something he had to deal with. Teddy lost yeah. his uh, brother to the game. You know, Franklin's dealing with everybody revolting against him. My man, um, a man Joseph that plays um Jerome Saint, like him dealing with everything. Have you, and have you heard him? Have you heard him talk in real life? I no, it's totally different. <laughs> it is. So no, funny, crazy. Man. And speaking of uh, Louis, speaking of other characters uh, like that, a uh, man boy that yeah. dude was that dude was a YouTube comedian. 
Yeah. yeah. Like he yeah. did uh, like comedy no skits. Way. Well, he was on Vine. Yeah. Oh, then, yeah, yeah, Vine. Yeah, he and was then, big and then wow. just yeah. And then shows sometimes, but he did a good job, man. Um, Louie, some of the stuff that they were going through, even some of the like remorse that um uh Jerome was having, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. And, yeah. and 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 um Franklin's parents too. Like there's a lot in this game where they made money and they're successful, but like he felt bad. That scene when they went to Little Rock and he was like, Man, you, you know what we getting them into? Like, are we right. really gonna do this and and destroy a whole nother uh family and a whole nother town and society um so i thought a lot of that was was very deep um they really gave a lot of these actors room to flex man um alton him dealing with you know his black panther um uproots yeah. and you know his yeah. power to the people and then now yeah. his son is one of the people destroying the community and he tries to make amends by having you know the little um a homeless shelter and everything to give oh, back yeah. but ultimately yeah. it's not enough man his conscious weighed on him so you're starting to see a lot of that but i do like the turn with franklin getting more sinister and when he dropped the cane now, how many of y'all was yelling to the screen like oh he gonna walk away he, yeah. to he dropped the cane yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, but dog i've been the whole season i was like when is he gonna get over this cane like i, yeah. I was like he can't now, have it forever he gotta get back to la and buy a new cane though he should have just no nah, he don't need nah, it no nah, he don't need it That's yeah what it, it was, it was but, a front he don't need it yeah. yeah but i felt like he's still fronting for the people there because like even like jerome and louie they all like and i don't know why everybody wants to go against franklin and that's one of the things I, that i hate with these shows when you have somebody that's like the lead like even with leon everybody want to do their own thing and mess things up and then come back they're gonna all be like we're sorry franklin now what we gonna do it always <laughs> is like that but I, I still felt like he's gonna be putting on that front for them because again some of the reason they're going against them because they think he's weak you know what i mean nah yeah. I, I i personally didn't I, I didn't have that interpretation i i think he really was weak i mean he really was you know, sort of rehabilitating. And I think it's sort of at the end, it wasn't to say, oh, it was a fake front the whole time. I think it was just to say like, nah, I'm good now. Like I'm strong again. And now that I'm strong again, I'm like more unforgiving than ever. Get ready for season five. Like that's how I interpreted it. Cause even when he fought, when he fought Jerome, he was like, yeah, he was like, he couldn't even really move like that. Like if, if he really was, was faking, I don't think he would have been able to like, but I don't think he, I don't think he really tried to lost that fight anyway. Yeah, he would have, but I feel like they were showing us. That's why I think he just took the beating. You know what I mean? Me too. I took that that way as well, James. I thought he just took the beating. Yeah. I guess we'll see. I think he was fighting. I think the, his intention with that, taking that beating is because he knew that his uncle had a big heart. And that at some point his uncle would stop as long as he didn't stop. Yeah, I, I wasn't speaking to the sort of underlying motives. I was speaking to how they how they showed him like really limping, like without the cane, for trying to fight. Like he wasn't. I didn't think he was faking then. Like you know what I'm saying? Oh, like he okay. really was yeah. still just kind of weak, and he was willing to do it for that reason. But like I was just sort of highlighting that. You know, they kind of consistently showed like he really wasn't a hundred percent. Yeah, and see, I mean, I guess we'll see because I took it different. Like when I saw that, I thought that, yeah, he was injured maybe towards the beginning, but all the stuff he did after, I took it as he was better, faking, even yeah. with the fight with Jerome and stuff. But we'll we'll figure it out because they kind of left it up in the air for our interpretation to kind of figure out. But either way, it was a nice cliffhanger to go to the next season. You know what I mean? Kind of left you wanting more 
to see where it's going, but you know this is the part where everything goes downhill, like Lof said, and that's like the worst part of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you want them to stop, like just stop now. This is yeah. your chance to get out and be happy. And they tried, like Alton was trying to tell him, mom was trying to tell him, even Jerome at points was trying to tell him and Louie, like, hey, let's bow out. But I'm curious yeah, that- to see the dynamic between Louie and Jerome and Franklin going forward. And that sinister nature came out because Leon tried to be like, hey, man, I've been through a lot, man, with this, you know, these girls trying to kill me, me kill, killing the baby. Can I bow out, too? And Franklin was just like, nah, man, <laughs> I went to bat for you. You owe me. Yeah. You yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. over. That was real. That was real. It was like, nah, man, I need you <laughs> right about now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, if y'all had to rate this season, uh, what, what would y'all give it out of 10? Uh, out of 10? Oh, man. I don't want to. I don't want to punish it too much because the novelty is not there anymore. Um, and we lost John Singleton. I was definitely looking forward to every yes. episode, so I, I, I also won't won't punish you know sort of ding, ding it too much. But I think I'd give it a prior seven. Yeah. So would you give it, uh, Dang? I mean, I I feel sort of like lofted. I think. I, I really enjoyed it. Like every episode, I was still like, okay, what are they going to do next? I did think that they forced or rushed the man boy getting back in good, uh, in good with his sister part a little bit. Um, so I dinged it for that, but I, I'll probably give it a seven and a half or maybe an eight. I think John Singleton being gone, you know, that they, they, the, the direction of not, not the director directing it, but just, the um the perspective you yes. know that that added voice you could tell it was something a little missing even though the writing didn't fall off that much but I, I still enjoyed it just not as much as the other seasons I still I know I I'll get killed for this but I still like the show better than I like the wire so Ooh, I don't know about that one like yeah I, I was never big on the wire like everybody else is I I, I never understood the hype who that John was real what about you James yeah, I, I yeah, I definitely don't agree with that last take. It's funny, <laughs> it's like, man. Like damn, he couldn't, he couldn't I, get in the breaking bad. He couldn't get in a breaking bad. He didn't like the wire. He probably so, hated the Sopranos. <laughs> so let me so let me let me explain that because I know everybody and their mother will think I'm crazy because everybody thinks that that's one of the best shows ever made. So when the wire first came out, I had HBO. I watched the first season. Didn't have HBO about halfway through the second season anymore. Did not have it the entire time The Wire was on. So then I came back a decade later and watched The Wire beginning to end for the first time. And at that point, there was so much hype behind it being the greatest show to ever be made, HBO's best show ever, yada, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, that when I watched it, I was like, this what y'all are hyping? Like, It was real, man. That's the show was too real. I just didn't, it it wasn't, it was overhyped to me. Like it was too much hype behind it by the time I watched it. And I even put on social media that I, I think y'all overhyped it. And people was like, watch it again. And I was like, if I didn't like it the first time, you think I'm gonna like it more the second time? And I just, it, it up until, so it's sort of a thing with me. I just, I, I almost, a part of me just wants to rage against the machine and not <laughs> love it like everybody else. Cause it just didn't, it just didn't hit for me like it did for everybody else. Yeah, yeah, that's Dane. That's your Alton spirit, man. You just want to go against the grain and fight <laughs> the power. But the, the thing about The Wire and Snowfall, Snowfall might be more, I don't know, I guess what the bar is, is like entertaining, quote unquote. But yes. The Wire was one of the most realistic depictions of how 
drug dealing and the police and the educational system. Like there was yeah. nobody from any aspects of it that would have been like, man, that's not how it would have went down. Like, no, nah, it's pretty realistic. Like they got a little over the top with some of McNulty's stunts and this and that. But even like how, I mean, they, they even called it with the um, docs and everything before September 11th and all that craziness. And people saw some of the flaws in the system with the way that um, the docs and stuff work. The wire was depicting it, you know, the newspapers like they just did a good job of realistically portraying it. Now, with Definitely. that said, that's not always the most entertaining. Like, it's more fun to see, like, how the CIA works in Snowfall than probably how it really worked bureaucratically in real right. life to ultimately get to the same thing. But back to the topic, I think that this season of Snowfall would have gave a seven and a half, eight. I think it was still entertaining. You I think ultimately, as me. Yeah, 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 I thought you should be a like, nine, James. It's fighting against itself, man. Like, it is. I, it not, is. We'll see, Rob, you're different because you watched it all at once. So it's kind of like a different experience because you okay. can pretty much put it all together. But the quality yeah, of the first couple of seasons were more like eight yeah, and season, ten. You know season, what I mean? one, season one and two blow season four out the water. Yeah. But so, you season know, you four is still good in comparison to other shows. Exactly. So it's like a victim of its own success. So it's still great and it's still entertaining. And like Dane said, it wasn't a conclusion to any episode that I didn't want to see what would happen. Um, there wasn't an episode where I was like, man, that was corny. That that guy wouldn't have said this or done that. Like, I really like the portrayal of the characters. And, you know, the surprise, like Loft said, having man boy step up seeing scully like um emerge as a character man like i wanted more scully man i felt yes. bad when he met his ultimate demise like he was he did like a really good job and to see the fact that they gave that um actor a chance to come back man with some of the the strife that he's been through but all in all i think 7.5 wait in yes. that realm did I'm scully die? It again. yeah 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 he got killed in the hospital remember he was yeah. bleeding out bled on the floor out. Yeah, yeah, I ain't take that as death though. Oh no, nah, because he, he was in the hospital. Nah, that was a lot of blood loss. Nah, he did. Yeah, he, bro. he was he, he was dying on his way there. So yeah. that's a lot of blood them loss. Gaps, them last, he took them final breaths. <laughs> yeah, and forgave him. But how disturbing is this though? We're looking at a monitor right now, and I see who was that? Corinthian and Doctor J playing Pinocchio. He's sitting on his lap and he's pushing how do you, up. How do you play Pinocchio? Yeah, he's sitting on his lap like a ventriloquist. And he's putting up five <laughs> fingers plus another five. So he gives it a 10. Uh, Crithian and Dr. J give it a 10. So I give it a 9.5. <laughs> Boy, the, the imagination that you have, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we just I like can't watch some. no scary movies because just that same imagination is the same person to just be by himself at home, like just oh, imagining yeah. all types of weird stuff. No, so so James and Love, y'all just said something talking about Jerome and his character and his acting Jerome that made Jerome. me wonder: could could that actor play Luke Cage? Ooh. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was because we well, a few. I've been gone for a month, so I guess over a month ago we were talking about who could play Luke Cage, yeah. and we were struggling with who could be that actor. And then y'all just when y'all was talking about him, I was like, "Yo, this dude could be Luke Cage." So, yeah, that's that, nah, that point. Hold up, before we go, I know we we're towards the end. You guys said something very good on, on the chat. Could this guy Idris Eldra, little brother? Whoa, could, I never <laughs> heard of that person before. The, the Idris guy, the Idris, could he okay. be the next Black Panther? No. No. Uh, I, no. I, I thought we all agreed on. <laughs> he looks nothing like 
Chadwick. He also he shouldn't look like, like him. He's a lot older. And he's uh, Idris he, Elba. Nah, he's nah, he already about, in the Marvel Universe. Nah, he's talking he about, about, uh, he's about Damson Idris. Oh, Damson that's, that's your yeah, man. Little brother. That's who you want. His little brother. Yeah, that's, that's, that's who I want. Yeah, I thought that was so uh, interesting. That's the only person I could see is Black Panther now. So does he move forward and become the Black Panther? That's for Marvel for to decide, man. That's for Marvel to decide. We can't just Talk say we, campaign, we like man. him. I will say this. Damson Idris' star power is on another level. Yes. He's on the rise. He's been Franklin. He ain't been much else. But like now, like he's like a heartthrob and yes. he, he popping yeah. on social media. He's, uh, he's showing up in all these type of like fashion ads. Like he's yep. definitely reached another level. Yep, he's Memphis Bleak. He one hit away. All he needs <laughs> one good movie. <laughs> yeah. We all got a be- we got a beautician for him to um to to be Black Panther. We got a beautician. Hey, beautician, <laughs> like like you signed a little thing. Petition. All right, anyway, with that, with that said, with that said, let's go ahead and get up out of here. This has been another episode of the Black Cinematic Universe. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you listen to your podcast. We out. See y'all. Y'all get home safely. With that yeah. said, <laughs> you all right, guys, have a good one, guys. Peace. All right.